Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Right here in your neighborhood. Here's a little tale about hard-to-recycle plastics. Their destinies were changed. Their new lives are fantastic. What once was trash can live on as new things. With a program that complements your regular recycling. plastics can be so much more. Give this trash the second chance it was hoping hard-to-recycle plastics can be so much more. Participate in the Hefty Energy Bag program happening in your neighborhood today. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. What's Django Fett's favorite type of fruit? Mango Fett. How much have you had today? <laughs> Just remember, this guy slaughtered Kids. a temple full of children. A temple? There's no coming back from that, I don't no. think. I'll only drink it if it comes out with that. Yeah, I only want it if I can squeeze it out of a Bantha's tit. <laughs> so there, the blue milk. Sold. Yep. Sold. Do not try. You do or do not. There is no try. Yes. And the Imperial fleet is waiting for them. It's a trap! It's a trap. So they go through, uh, like, the, the shipyard, essentially, and they're trying to escape, and she's like, no, no, no. Let's go, let's go to the ship. And he's like, well, what about that ship? She says, no, that ship is garbage. What is it in Star Wars? <laughs> I know it's like they deliberately put that in there because yeah. they're like, there's some good crap or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. I always think it looks lit. As Kylo Ren said in this movie, when you think of The Last Jedi, let the past die, kill it. That's what I think he means. I find your lack of faith disturbing. I know what I have to do, but I don't know if I have the strength to do it. The Force will be with you. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. Hello! We're here! We made it! We're here! We used hyperspace. Oh, boy. Welcome to Up Next. Yes, Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next. Normally, we are your NXT friends. Friends! But today, we are all friends. All of us in the galaxy have come together for this one final moment. This is where the the real nerds of our following kind of follow us along, and we've been watching and reviewing... Star Wars. Yes. Um, I've just checked. We started this this journey, yeah. this saga, on May 4th, 2019. Wow. So, we, with Star Wars Day. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, we've, we've taken just over a year. Uh, we've had a few 
uh, speed bumps where we've hit things like the Pokemon, the first movie, and <laughs> Logan, El Camino. Yes, um, uh, if you're listening to this, we are the NXT Podcast, but we do have a Patreon, patreon.com slash upnext, which spawned from us doing all of these other reviews. Uh, our Star Wars ones, as of, as this one, are is free on this very feed you are listening to us. Hey, give us a, a five-star review or a nice review on whatever podcast app you're listening to. Help us out. Um, but yes, it's Star Wars. Now, we kind of missed May the 4th, but the 4th is still with us. Hey, well... <laughs> We we don't play by by society's rules. We, we should play have done by May the sixth, like the sixth, May the sixth. Yeah, like, yeah, you could have done June, that. June, what is it today? June the tenth. Um, yeah, or it'll be June eleventh when this is out. Yeah, so nothing really. Uh, uh, yeah, you come up with something. Well, we're so, here. We're at the end. John and Way are finishing Marvel <laughs> yeah. this month, so we thought we'll finish Star Wars. Let's uh, say let's John, go with that. John and Way got the end game. Well, we have the rise. Mm. Is what we're here to do. We have gone through. All the stuff. Uh, follow us on Twitter at UpNextPodcast. You can find all the stuff on postwrestling.com. All the Star Wars reviews in the past are up there and through this very feed you're listening to. Um, and join the new Facebook group as well because there's some Star Wars fans in there, but all the wrestling fans. Up Next Podcasts and the group that John Cena, associate producer, has helped running. It's been a blast. This show is what we always say is for like your fr- we're your friends and these these new social things that we're kind of doing is is actually so much fun so i have to quickly shout that out cuz I, I love it yeah check out the uh new japan cup uh tournament we've got going on we've we broke that down completely on up next uh last night um but yeah check that out if you want to enter uh yeah a lot of fun going on in the in the facebook page there in the galaxy in the galaxy yeah you see <clears throat> we did start our star wars reviews and we went all the way to the prequels. For those of you just catching up, there is Jedi and there's Sith. They found a little boy. They kidnapped him, thinking he was the chosen one. You're the chosen one! Uh, he grows up, becomes a pervy teen who doesn't like sand. Fucking hate sand. Uh, decides to kill a bunch of kids. Um, then has kids of his own. With but then, the girl from Leon. With the... <laughs> With the black swan, and then uh, decides that he 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 tries to turn on his leader. His his girl dies, and his boy cuts him up into pieces and leaves him on a lava planet, thus yeah. turning him into the greatest villain in all of movies, the most famous. Yes, Darth Vader. Who then we have a new hope, the OG trilogy. We went through no more Jar Jar Binks, but we had Ewoks. We have Luke Skywalker in the OG movie. We did that. Uh, we introduce with Luke and Han and Leia. Then the Empire strikes back, even though we think the good guys win. And then it all comes for a circle with, with Luke uh, killing this Emperor who is in charge of all the Sith, all the evil, and everything is restored. Death Stars are blown up with the help of Stardust. Yeah. Not, not Cody Rhodes, but no. another Stardust. Stardust, And yeah. Hannibal. They help blow up the Death Star. Yeah, uh, um, it's just wild. Everything gets crazy. Childish Gambino is... Is just is in space. Around, is yeah, in space. yeah, yeah. He's just out there. Uh, we have uh, cooking shows. We have uh, Wookie porn. Um, uh, what more could you ask for from this franchise? Then years later, years later in this galaxy, a a sequel trilogy awakens. A Force awakens, where we have new characters and old characters coming together with new threats and new villains and all sorts of things. We review The Force Awakens and and we meet uh, Rey and the new hope of the, the Force, essentially, and also Kylo, who 
spoiler, kills Han Solo, which is ridiculous. How could that which happen? Which is his dad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people are like, some days you just think, oh, man, I want to kill my dad. Well, guess what? This guy did it. What a heel this guy is. Uh, he then he knew what he had to do, but didn't think well, he... he had the power to do it. But he did. But he did. He did. And then we had the quote-unquote last Jedi, where we had blue milk, we had casinos, we had Luke Skywalker living on a secluded island playing Game of Thrones. Ice Critters. <laughs> we had Rose. We had Rose. We had Rose. We might talk about her a little bit later. Might, maybe. Um, and, and, and now we end up here. We end up to the final Star Wars movie in the entire Skywalker saga, if you will. Technically, the ninth movie in the series, although we did mention the Solo and the Rogue One kind of separate. Those reviews are on our Patreon feed we did about last year. Um, but the last one. This is it. It comes down to this. The Rise of Skywalker is the the movie we're about to talk to today. Now, I have only seen this once before, and it was in theaters. Me too. So because Disney Plus is a thing, and I knew we were going to review this, I waited till this day to watch it again to talk about it. Um, but this one, I think for Star Wars fans, is another, you know, quote-unquote polarizing movie because last time we did The Last Jedi, and boy, was it, was it wild because... People really love it and people really hate it. Yeah. And I feel like this one is kind of more so in the middle where everyone's just like, yeah, it was all right. Is kind of what I'm getting out of it. Yeah. I mean, I'd say it's people are maybe not as visceral about it than Last Jedi. But I know a lot of people who feel very strongly both ways with this one. Mm -hmm. And, uh, well, well, we'll share our opinions as we go. Yes. Um now, of course, it starts with the the famous Star Wars crawl. Uh, now, <laughs> this is where the issues where people already have in the right off the bat. Yeah. Uh, we talked about it briefly on some prior shows, but this is the review, so we're going right into it. Now, the famous crawl in all of Star Wars. This could be the last time you see this. We don't know, like realistically, and um, the, the story of Star Wars kind of behind the scenes is the director from The Last Jedi, he's no longer, he's gone so J.J. Abrams comes back in to pick up this series on the third movie, but didn't do the last movie which got a lot of bad criticism but then tries to fix it, and this is what he does. The Dead Speak! Yes. Hey, hey guys no, uh, you know you've been watching these movies for, I don't know, 40 fucking years, but uh, we decided to just throw a monkey wrench in it and add and change everything you thought you knew. Yeah, I in one little sentence. In one sentence, <laughs> crawl. Now, the it's way, the crawl, bitch. <laughs> I think the way they did this, and it, it's just interesting because it shows how much, uh, like, just promotional tactics have changed over the years with films. Um, when they released the first teaser at a comic con for this film, they brought out Ian McDiarmid. They had him do uh, a voiceover. I think he said, "Roll it again" or something like that in the voice of the emperor and people took from that oh the emperor's back so they kind of just told you like a couple of years before this film came out the emperor's gonna be back and then you saw him in the trailers yeah and then the jj couldn't really work out how to actually bring him back so had him deliver this message across the galaxy which is mentioned in the film through Fortnite, the game what the fuck yeah so I think, and that's why the way they treat it in this film, they kind of go, 
you know the Emperor's back. You already know it. You've yeah. seen the cast. You know he's in it. So let's not beat about the bush here. He's back. Deal with it. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's so cheap. Now, it's so lazy. I, I hate it. Yeah. I think it's lazy. I think a character that's been presumed dead for like over 30 years to bring him back in what, four words, three words, the dead speak. I think it's lazy. I think this this first scene should be showing like Ray doing her training, um, showing Kylo looking for, what is it, Exegol, showing Poe and Finn on their missions, and then the sky goes black and we hear the Emperor's voice. Done. And just, and you'd be like right in it. Yeah. Wow. Okay, the Emperor's back. Still a bit cheap and lazy because never really explained. Right. But I, I think it it's way more powerful than having it in a crawl. It's like, it's like we watch wrestling and some people don't care about watching something back and already knowing the outcome. But here, it's like, we already know he's in this fucking movie. And it's fine. You, you know, like, it's cool. We're expecting to see him. But right, the first thing you see is the dead speak. The Emperor's alive. Hey, hey, how's it going? And then, like, what, five minutes later, we see him. Yeah. So it's like, you didn't need to say that. You just needed to... What, we're here to watch the movie, not read I mean, the movie. That's, that's the thing the crawl has always done. It's always filled the gap. Yeah. There's always been a period of time. There's a shit gap to fill there. But it's... Bad gap. It's a big thing to fill. <laughs> the dead speak. Hey, he's back. Um, the Emperor's got a new groove. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a big fan of that. It felt very much like... Um, you know how Charles Xavier's just brought back an X-Men... A million times. And I'm like, I, I'm, I'm sure I saw him explode. To a million Didn't pieces. he explode? <laughs> and I don't think, unless I'm wrong, correct me if I'm wrong, tweet us or whatever, because it's always bothered me. He just shows up again. Yeah. They don't even mention it. It's fine. It's a it's different fine. timeline, whatever. Yeah. You know. um, no, I, I thought this was cheap. I'm excited to see the Emperor. I think yeah. these films need the Emperor. Yeah. Every Star Wars film that has an Emperor in it yeah. is a better Star Wars film for it. Sure. I think. So... We're not mad at the, them, you know. It's kind of like Vince McMahon and The Undertaker. He's like, "Fuck, uh, need 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 a big show, need a big card, need a big match on this card to fill fill this show." Yo, Taker, we need you. It's like, hey, let's go to the well. It, it, it is because I wonder if this was mapped out because obviously the the story with Ray's lineage, like yeah. who her parents are and stuff, has been a story since um, Force Awakens, since we've introduced these new characters. If this was always in the pipeline with the Emperor coming back, and spoilers skipping ahead, she's the granddaughter. We should have had seeds of it. Yeah. We should have had uh, little Easter eggs that maybe the Emperor is around. Don't don't show him until the final film, but just tiny little Easter eggs yeah, that you would look back like and go, nerds oh. can pick up on and go, oh, well. You and they don't have that day. because this whole trilogy wasn't mapped out properly. No. It didn't have the, the the guy who did the Marvel thing. Like, it didn't have a guy. Like Kevin looked, Feige, yeah. Yeah, they didn't have that, which now they, sh- they realize, hmm, going forward, we're always going to do that. And I think that's, uh, I know I'm different from you because I've individually enjoyed all three of these films. Sure. Maybe because I love Star Wars, but I'm not, obsessed with them like some people are mm-hmm. so i'll let some of the shit slide as individual movies i go i sit down for two hours and i have a great time i enjoy myself but when you try to link them all up that's when it's frustrating because you see the director of the second film sees what was left behind kind of screws it up throws it away starts again and then jj tries to pick up that script that was in the trash pick it back up and <laughs> And retcon it. It's and so weird. Some of the retcons I don't mind as much as others. But yeah, you're right. It feels like, right, we need a name for this card. 
Let's get the emperor. <laughs> Let's get the emperor. Cheap heat. Yeah. It's easy. Get for the cheap heat, brother. Uh, well, this is the final Star Wars movie. I mean, right now, as of 2020. Um, I want to be free of this pain. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I have to do, but I don't know if I have the strength to do it. But I do. Star Wars, Rise of Skywalker, The Dead Speak. Uh, the, the crawl here basically does fill in the gap that there's a mystery message that went through Twitch or what is it? Fortnite. Fortnite. And uh, there's a threat. The Emperor Palpatine's back. And General Leia dispatches secret agents to gather intelligence while Rey, the last hope of the Jedi, trains for battle against the First Order. And meanwhile, Supreme Leader Kylo Ren rages in search of the Phantom Emperor determined to, to destroy threat to his power. And then it cuts to... Uh, Kylo Ren just like on some planet just fucking shit up he's looking pretty bad Adam Driver the savior of this trilogy he is a fantastic actor love fantastic yeah love 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 him in all three of these movies Um, I know like people are you know don't like the movies but you he's he's so good his scenes are so good Um, and watching these movies back because I've only seen them in theaters and at first in Force Awakens I'm like this guy this guy is the bad guy like ah uh, but I, I now I'm like no he's fantastic he he's he's just wrecking shit here he's killing people he's doing like fancy sword work and just oh yeah being being a show off here killing these these poor people these aliens on this village and he finds this like orb which is the Sith Wayfinder not making this shit up uh and he's like all right cool he then goes to it's like a GPS for the <laughs> <Yes>. Sith <laughs> and. It, he's geocaching. He found the, this thing, and now he's going to this spooky-ass planet called Exegol. And we he walks in here, and we hear, at last. And then we see the Emperor. I Yeah, I love this, though. Yeah, so um, why did they tell us that in the crawl when you could have just cut to this, and then you would have been like, oh, shit, here he is. Well, it's just fucking terrible. Yeah. Already put you in a bad mood for you, th- like, I ah. think they want you to know, like, because none of the... The Emperor being back isn't a surprise to any of the characters in this film. It it, it saves you from having uh, the rebellion having to learn this and having a big reveal. It just puts us all in the same place at the beginning and you don't have to worry about that early exposition. Right. I would say the pace of the film is pretty non-stop. Yes. It's, uh, it's, yeah. And I think maybe having it in the crawl saves you from... A bit, oh, the Emperor's alive, and trying to explain that all. They're just like, hey, we're all here. Uh, this guy's searching for the Emperor to kill him. These people are searching for the Emperor to take him out and end the, like, final order. Yeah. Um, I would say I one of the criticisms I, I kind of constantly disagree with is that the new films are too Disney. Um, it's criticism I've never got. Like, as we said, we've had Ewoks from the beginning. We've right. had cantinas with singing aliens and shit buttheads this opening scene here is terrifying like i as a zombie emperor it's a zombie emperor we've got all these people in like cloaks who are kind of chanting looking on the undertaker druids the undertaker druids you've got the this lightning you've got all these clones of snoke in these like giant test tubes i think as a kid this is terrifying and there's nothing Disney-esque about this yeah, for this me. Is, this is a spooky-ass um, planet. I, I think this looks awesome. Exegol looks awesome. The The Emperor looks scarier than ever here. Uh, he, he talks to Kylo, the Emperor, and says, Snoke trained you well. Kylo says, I killed Snoke and I'll kill you. And he's like, <laughs> good one, little kid. I've been every voice inside your head. The girl, Rey, 
She is not who you think she is. So this is where you hear the different voices of all these like Sith Slope lords through Vader. the air. Yeah, all through the years of like all these bad people. He's basically he's basically like I've been controlling everyone. I'm the puppet master. I I like that. I I yeah. completely buy that. Um, you feel that throughout since the the Force Awakens, we've we've seen kind of Vader talking to him through the mask, right? And obviously, what as a fan of the, seeing all the films, you're like, well, Vader redeemed himself at the end, so why would he be doing this? So I, I think I like this explanation. It's been the Emperor the whole time. Um, Snoke, I, I just remember them telling us there was this big thing with him and yeah. he'd learn it. And, and it's nothing. It's nothing. Yeah. He's never been anything. I don't get it. Um, but at this point, I'm like, okay, right, the Emperor's the big bad. None of that matters. Yeah. It's been him the whole time. I accept it. Yeah, me too. But I'm just like, ah, oh, you could have just not told us and then had it as a big thing. But uh, he's still here. And I'm not mad at that he's here. I'm just like, the way you did it yeah. is kind of weird. We see the good guys, the he gangs. Is, he also has a wonderful callback to, uh, it's, uh, I guess it's Attack of the Clones or Revenge of the Sith. I think it's Revenge of the Sith. The opera scene where he goes, the pathway to many abilities some consider to be unnatural. Uh. Uh, where he's talking about how to cheat death. Okay. So obviously he's he cheated death. He learned how to cheat death. Well, he's he, like like up. He's like got devices well, plugged the, into. Yeah, him. the whole thing with Star Wars has it like machinery and cloning and all that has always been a, a theme thing. throughout it all. And he tells the story of in I think it's Revenge of the Sith about Darth Plagueis, this guy who tried to cheat death. And I believe in all the sort like supporting material. You learn that the Emperor killed him. Okay. So I think from this, as like a geek, you can kind of put two and two together and be, okay, he mastered how to cheat death and all this machinery and shit and Sith power is the, how he's done it. The Force works in mysterious it ways. It really does. <laughs> we see the gang of good guys. They're on the sh- on the ship and they're playing the uh, the, the holographic chess game. Dejeric, I think it's called. Uh, and of course, let the Wookiee win. We see the guys, um, and they're they're flying in somewhere. But of course, it wouldn't be a Star Wars movie without a space fight. Space fight. Space fights. It's all chaos. It's everywhere. It cuts to Ray. She is training somewhere, and she's like using the Force and levitating and doing all sorts of stuff. Uh, but she's like not like feeling herself, and uh, she she kind of tells Princess Leia. Like, hey, uh, I don't know if I can do this. Like, I'm, I'm freaking out, man. This is a lot of, you know, great power, great responsibility. And Leia's like, don't worry, you will, you know. She, well, she keeps feeling this, this darkness in her and this darkness. Kylo Ren, and when she gets, we've called it like force timing. When yeah. she force times um, Kylo yeah. in it, that's when she smashes this tree and accidentally hurts BB-8. Um, I think the whole kind of pull to the dark side could have been played a lot stronger throughout all three films. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, we we see glimpses of it, but she still seems like a nice kid here who just accidentally knocked down a tree. <laughs> I think you could have had it more planned out, is, yeah. is all I'm saying. Uh, there, the, the rebels here, the Resistance, have intel from a spy that they have with the, within the First Order. And here's the message. Palpatine's back. Yeah. <laughs> Guess who's back? Palpatine. They're just like, ah, oh, it cannot be. And then uh, uh, Charlie's here. We see Charlie from Lost. Mary. Um, uh, I know you love Lost. Yeah. This guy sucks. This guy is fucking terrible. Why is he in this movie? He's in any of the fucking movies, and all of a sudden he takes over Rose's part? He, Get the fuck out he of doesn't, here. Well, 
he doesn't do hate enough him. to suck in this. Hate him. He's got like four lines. I hate all I, I I liked him in he's in the Lord of the Rings, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's really good in that character because yeah. he's like the, he's supposed to be like the young uh, what are they mm. elves? Fuck, what are they called? Hobbits. Hobbits. I think he's great there with with the mm. other dude. They're so funny. Great. Anything else to see him in? I'm just like I hate your face. No, he's fantastic in Lost. <laughs> I hate His him. Story is Charlie. What's wonderful. what's the actor's name? He's the, the Dominic good, Monaghan. Yeah, he's the good luck charm. Um, no, that's Gre- uh, Greg Grunberg who okay. plays one of the pilots here. Um, I just hate how this guy basically stole so, Rose's well, shit. Well, this this is quite funny. So he won it in a bet with J.J. Abrams. Um, See, like, so he's worked with J.J. a few times. I just and it was during the World Cup, and they had a bet on a football right. game, and. Dominic Monaghan was like, hey, if I win, can I be in Star Wars? So, yeah, so he gave him Rose's part by the looks of it. Isn't this like and, nepotism and then? Like, Finn, fuck. Finn goes to Rose. Uh, hey, Rose, are you coming with us on this mission? And she basically says, no, the generals told me not to be in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We, we got Charlie instead. <laughs> we got Charlie from Lost. <laughs> I've given him my script. Uh, see ya. Bye. Fuck. Uh, yeah, like... Like, just makes... I remember watching this in the movie, and as soon as his face popped up, I was like, fuck this. And then it's like, Finn spends the whole rest of the movie... Doing nothing? Yeah. No, showing that he'd rather fuck anyone except Rose. (laughs) It's like, I could buy him and Ray, I could buy him and Janna, I could buy him and Poe, but, like, poor Rose is like, no, I'm just, you know, staying here, out of the movie. So, (laughs) Charlie's here, he's chilling, uh, waiting for his second lunch. (laughs) Uh, Ray runs over to her like storage and finds her Jedi scriptures, and she's finding all this stuff about how maybe they can find the Emperor with the Wayfinders. Because there's more Wayfinders. There's another one. Um, we see Kylo Ren, and he's fixing his mask. He's mm. getting a new one. He's getting a new mask. It's it's the black, but he's like welding it together, and it's got like red cracks through it. Yeah, I I was trying to look this up because when the uh, like when the images of the film came out before it was released. I believe I read something about there being a tie with his new mask and kind of Japanese theater, kabuki, all that. I couldn't find uh, the article itself, but there was an interview with Adam Driver who said that the the whole thing with the mask is to show that um, Kylo Ren is never fully formed over the three films. You, you see it with his lightsaber as well. It's like an erratic flame rather than a solid. Yes. And it, it's all kind of a metaphor for him. Whereas Vader, by the time we see Vader in A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, he is fully formed. He knows his role. He's the bad guy. Whereas Kylo is, he's adolescent. He, he's erratic. And the fact that he's he was called a child in a mask and now he's like he feels child like an adult and he's trying to prove something so he's re-met, he rebuilt the mask but it's got all these cracks in them it's it's a metaphor of his character so I, I just typed in Kylo Ren Rise of Skywalker mask and J.J. Abrams actually has saw that theory that people called him out on it and he's like yeah you're absolutely right it's referencing something called Kintsugi I think I could be pronouncing it wrong but it is the Japanese like concept that the idea is to treat the breakage of the pieces as a part of its history instead of something to hide. So he's like, yeah, I crushed my mask. I don't give a fuck. Wear it anyways. Uh, it looks great. I actually, I wanted to buy it for it's our the coolest set. Photo yeah, the I, I almost I bought it for our like little set here for our YouTube lives uh, past mm. this Christmas. I was like, I saw it in stores. I was like, ah, do I want to spend 40 but bucks? I think, I, I think in, in kind of theater, and obviously we're a wrestling podcast, wrestling, Masks always do have a history about them. Like, there's sure. a reason why 
they have all these certain designs on. It's not always it looks cool. Yeah. There's an actual reason. And I like that they've given the thought to it here. I do like Kylo without the mask more, though. He looks more scary. He's, his emotionless kind of face. I think it it all depends on where he is as a character at the point, whether he's got it on. Uh, when he's got it off, he's try, He's more... You see more Ben. Sure. Because this yeah. is a guard, right? This is like a shield. This is Kylo. This is Kylo. Uh, the Rebellion Resistance. I'm going to keep calling them Rebellion because it's, you know, Star Wars. Yeah. Rebellion Resistance. And the Dark Order. The Dark Order. <laughs> the Rebellion go to, is it Pasana? This, like, planet that they're told, like, the, the history of the, the Wayfinder is there. And they talk to some little, cute little alien villagers. Yeah. There's always little alien villages. Uh, this is, planet is very similar to Tatooine. It's sandy, it's rough, it's coarse, it gets everywhere. This planet looks more fun than Tatooine. Tatooine has that one igloo where Luke's family lives. Uh, dude, and... Tatooine has a bar with butthead singing with all aliens True. coming everywhere. True. And Tatooine has pod racing. So I don't know, th- this festival looks more fun than pod racing. It was pretty lit, yeah, it was pretty lit. Uh, they're hanging around, uh, she's like, hey, I'm Rey. Just Rey. Uh, she starts to force time with Kylo Ren, and he's like, hey... Just letting you know, uh, Palpatine, you heard he's back. Well, uh, he wants you dead. You and your friends, you're dead. (laughs) Uh, She says, huh, I I see what you're doing. I see through the cracks in your mask, you're haunted. She's like, fuck you and your mask, you little bitch. Come fight me. Come find me. What? And he's like, yo, I offered you my hand once and you wanted to take it. Why didn't you? And she's like, get out of here. And she like gets out of here. So they're looking on this planet now. It's like for... hand sanitized, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Social distancing. Um, you think they have corona in space? Oh, yeah. We probably Where got it, it from, came from Yeah, we yeah. probably got it from space. Um, we are introduced. They're, they're kind of saved because now the, the First Order is like sending people to this planet to try to find these guys. So they're saved by like some stranger in a mask who then takes off the mask and it's revealed it's Lando Calrissian. Woo! Who apparently, since Return of the Jedi, has been like, hey, do you want me in a Star Wars hey, movie? can I be in a movie? And they're like, no, we're good. Ryan Johnson had a draft with him in it. Okay. And then was like, I can't make it work. <laughs> Casinos! <laughs> <laughs> like, Lando would have totally been a character at that casino, right? Wow. Like, I'm... I'm- my favorite parts of the solo movie is Childish Gambino playing this character. Yeah. I think he nails it. Uh, I think that was my highlight of the solo movie. My my only the only thing that makes me kind of sad is you don't get to see uh, Lando and Han in this era together. Yeah, you didn't get to see like uh, you didn't get to see him like kind of like because he he saves him in in uh, Return of the Jedi, but we never you, you could have had that moment. But you could have had that moment. Wait, so. <laughs> You and Leia aren't together anymore? Yeah. Because like, <laughs> he's always trying to... He's yeah, always, he's trying, always to. trying to fuck Leia, so... Leia and Daenerys Targaryen in Solo. He's always trying he's, to... He's just always like, hey... Get with his girls. Hey, what's going on with that over there? Yeah, yeah pretty much. Uh, Lando saves them, and he's like, I got a bad feeling about this. He tells them that, uh, you know, Leia... He's been in corresponding with her, and he has been in DMs with Leia about how what they're doing. He says, give Leia my love. And Ray's like, give it to yourself, bitch. Han's body's not even cold yet. Like, Fuck. Like, Keep it in your pants, Lando. Jeez. Uh, they're spotted by the Empire, so, so the First Order. So now it's a classic Star Wars chase scene. Okay, yeah. You say Star Wars chase scene. This feels like Indiana Jones to me, this style True. of chase. I, I love it. I yeah. thought it, it was just a really fun kind of 
Um, you've got the kind of buggies they're in. and the... So they're on these flying things in the desert sand, and they're flying, and the stormtroopers are on one. And, and these stormtroopers got, like, a different type of mask. It's almost like a like Cyclops type. It's, mm. It looks like a disc. You inject a disc into it or whatever. But they're they're chasing them, and it's a shootout. They're being shot at. And then all of a sudden, these stormtroopers, the new and, ad- and advanced, new and improved Mach 99 stormtroopers, start to fly. They have jetpacks. And then you hear C-3PO... They fly now, and then Finn goes. They fly now. They fly now. They fly now. Uh, one of the funniest shit because literally when this was in the trailer, everyone's like, "Whoa, are those stormtroopers with jetpacks?" And then the clip is, "They fly now." Absolutely love it. Hilarious. This scene is actually really cool. Uh, they're being chased through here. This is basically like an epic space pirate battle because they're it on is, like these yeah. ships and it's really fun. Yeah, this scene is actually really lit. Um, and one of the troopers gets shot while he's like flying in the sky yeah. and just it's like when you let go of a balloon he just goes <laughs> spinning out. around and flies into a cliff and explodes so uh they they never underestimate a droid is what we're told from princess leia and ray uh but they land into quicksand they escape the first order but they land they find the ship they're looking for but they somehow land into this quicksand and they're not sure what's going on but they're all sinking into it and just before they sink into it, Finn is talking to Ray, and he's like, "Ray, Ray, I never told you, I." And they sink. Yeah. We never get to hear what he was. We never say. hear, although we have been told since. We'll fi- we'll talk about. We'll um, get there. Yeah, this quicksand I read is made of thirty tons of black beans. That's what they used. Yeah, I could tell. It looked like yeah. black beans. Kind of cool. Yeah, uh, look, some black-eyed peas. Is what yeah. they were. Um, we cut to Princess Leia, who with some of her like commanders and soldiers and they're like hey uh what's going on it looks like they're all those guys are dead because we can't get a signal from them because they're they they fell under the sand and this is where rose with her like one line in the movie Mm -hmm. says do you have to say it like that fuck justice for rose poor rose poor rose jeez oh man uh the gang are still alive and that's when we also (laughs) see greg rumberg the lucky charm of oh okay got you he's just chilling there yeah Taking more of Rose's time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, pretty Rose. much. Uh, justice for um, Rose. While we're at Leia, shall we talk about how they managed to kind of do her scenes? Yeah, I have uh, like a hot take on this because I might catch heat. But okay. um, I think I feel like a lot of people. Look, uh, the the actress, um, Carrie Fisher, yeah. she passed away before this movie. Yeah. The way she was handled in The Last Jedi, a lot of people hated they could have wrote her off in that movie. They chose not to. They decided to use clips from that movie to add into this movie to kind of keep her spirit alive. Really cool idea. Awesome. But you're using leftover things that you didn't use to use in here. Therefore, you can tell. In certain scenes, you're like, that didn't need to be in the movie. That also didn't need to be in the movie. Oh, that scene over there did not need to be in the movie. The only scene that needed to be in this movie with her, in my opinion, is a scene that she didn't even have to be on set for, which is a flashback scene. So, well, you, I'm not being harsh. I'm like, wow, Carrie I, Fisher, you didn't need her in this movie. It was just there like, to be I, here. I think there are two two things. Yeah, you, you could have written her off in the last one. But yeah. I think this is this is Ben and Ray's story, not Leia. Yeah. And it's, it's how, what happens to those characters, what happens to Han, what happens to Luke, and what happens to Leia, how it affects Ray and Ben. Now, there was that scene where Ben could shoot the... Uh, the base that when Leia does her Mary Poppins bit. Yeah. And he chooses not to. Right. So you know he's still got that connection with his mother. 
and therefore you need to have Leia's death here to affect Ben. Because when Ben feels it, that's one of the big turning points for his character. And if you don't have Leia in the film at all, apart from the death, I don't think it would have that much resonance. Sure, her actual scenes are kind of... Meh. There's nothing. There's nothing in it. I'm actually... I was kind of impressed with how they managed to get her in considering she didn't film anything for this film yeah i believe it was it was actually scenes from the force awakens not last jedi so it used. just I, I know i knew going into this you were told like hey she's not it's so cool the concept is amazing keeping this alive but like just over the, here i am complaining that a new character that they pushed down our throats in the last movie is completely cut from this movie for someone who's wasn't even filmed for mm. this movie you know what i'm saying like i'm not trying to disrespect Carrie Fisher and, and Princess Leia, but there was way too much shit that di- you needed her for that flashback, and you needed her to die. That mm. was it in this movie, like realistically. Uh, but instead, she's telling us don't underestimate droids, which was totally just a throwaway shit from another movie. I think you also had her, you had her training Ray as well, which I think is kind of important sure. because we've never really seen, we've known that Leia is force sensitive, but we've never really seen her show that. So. I think that was showing here that her training Ray, it's she has a lot of that power that Luke had as well. Um, uh, yeah, I, I do see where you're coming from, but I think if you just didn't have her in this film and just had her die, I don't think that would be as impactful. Right, right. And you do need her to die for Ben's transformation. Yeah. So it's it's yeah. I thought they did a pretty good job considering, considering that, that she was not she was alive dead when they were filming yeah, this film. Yeah, that's like know? again, like I'm not trying to say, oh, you don't need her in this movie because she is a big part of this whole franchise. But um, the, the the way she dies, we'll get there. But it, that makes more sense. Yeah. But the gang are alive. They find this dagger that everyone was looking for. This elusive dagger. Even Luke was looking for it and couldn't find it. But they can't read Sith. Even C-3PO can't read it. He's like, mm. yeah, I can read it, but I'm programmed to not be allowed to read Sith. Sorry, I don't speak Sith. He's uh, mechanically incapable. My programming forbids me for translating. And they're like, the one time we need you to talk, you can't. Great. Right. Uh, very funny, because he never shuts up. We'll be uh, there, lads. <laughs> we see the giant snake dick monster. It's just a giant snake penis with teeth. It looks terrifying. It's about to kill them, but Ray realizes this thing is like kind of hurt. So she force heals. Yeah. Now this is it. This scene's important because obviously the force healing yeah. comes later on. What I always found interesting was the episode of Mandalorian that aired just before this. Yes, was the one where you see Yo, baby, baby Yoda, Yoda force, force heal. And until this point, I've never been aware of force healing yeah. in the in like the Star Wars world. So I thought that was pretty cool with how they kind of programmed you with it with Baby Yoda. Then saw. Ray do it here to no one in any other of the, of the movies no one in any of the other movies thought it would be a good idea to do it like well, Anakin I, I think they're the th- they're constantly changing. learning and changing, changing. think yeah. fucking Anakin wiped him out for 30 Fuck. years or whatever Fuck. so never forget yeah the younglings younglings um so now they realize that they they gotta take this dagger and go find how to read it and transcribe it to find out where the emperor is while they're doing that, Chewie just wanders off into the sand, and he gets arrested from the Empire. They yep. arrest him. They put him on one of the ships. Uh, Kylo realizes where they are and flies a TIE fighter 
like right into Ray. This is like an epic shot here where he's flying this advanced TIE fighter right into her, but she does like a jump over it in slow mo and uses her lightsaber to like slice it in half. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it just looks so badass. You're, you're realizing at this point that Ray is the most powerful Jedi we've ever seen in yes. any Star Wars film. She I would say. is. The, the shit she's able to yeah. do. Ray is lit. It's crazy. She then does that and then they see Chewie who was you know boarded onto a, a thing to be you know arrested by the Empire and taken away flies up so she tries to use the force to stop the ship Kylo survived that wreckage and uses the force to fight back and in doing so they're fighting over this ship with people in it back and forth and the ship explodes rest in peace Chewbacca yeah she does her emperor lasers Whoa. and it's like oh haven't seen her do that oh, before oh no uh, she says that, you know, she's scared because she accidentally just killed Chewie. And they're like, yo, why'd you do that? I and love she says, her. I, I saw a vision with myself on a Sith throne and now I'm doing lightning and shit. Oh, boy. I love her reaction to it. It's such a guttural scream um, right. when she thinks she's killed, killed Chewie. Chewie. Uh, like, she, I really feel the weight of it here. And obviously we, we learn it's a, a cheap... It's a dusty finish. It's a dusty finish. It's, he's, he's a, I, but at this moment, I think this is kind of... I uh, I almost feel they should have just pulled the trigger and written off Chewie yeah, here. Yeah, I agree. Because I, I think it would have meant way more for Ray's character. But for a, a brief period of time where she believes she's done it and she's seen her do this Palpatine shit, it's, it works. One thing I don't like in my like movies and, and TV shows is when they fake you out like this. Mm. When everyone else fucking dies in these things. Like, just do it then. Like, if you're going to yeah. kill everyone, you do it. You don't just fake out killing Chewbacca like that. Or if that. you don't want to kill Chewbacca like someone else. Yeah. Someone who yeah. is expendable. Uh, so, I hate fake out. I hate going back on things. It's just kind of lazy. Uh, but he's alive, and he's kidnapped. They say, take this beast. He used to fly with Solo, but he's alive. Um, they then go to, is it Ko- Kojimi? Kajimi, Ko- Kajimi. Yeah. They go to Kajimi because they're they got to meet someone who can reprogram C three PO to like speak Sith essentially. Yeah. And when they get there, they realize that this whole planet is like overrun by the Empire, by the First Order. It's like Nazi Germany. This planet, literally, mm. like it's the the soldiers are walking people. They're going to families and searching their houses and like it's it's not a good look. It's terrible. It's scary. It's awful. And they meet. Zoe, who shows up and threatens to blow Poe's brains into the snow. And she reveals to Poe and Ray and Finn that Poe used to be a spice runner. Now, I don't know what spice is, but I was assume it's space drugs. Yeah. Like, it's space weed. It used weed. to be a drug. Space drug weed. Run, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, great. Um... So they're like, whoa, you used to do space? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You used to be a stormtrooper and you used to just sell junk. So get the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, get out of here. Uh, They basically are like, look, we're here. We have to reprogram. We have to save the galaxy. We need to find the one named Babu Frick. She's like, oh, I can take you to him. So they go to this, like, club. They sneak through the back of the club. It's lit. It's no casino, but it's nice. They go through and we meet... Babu Frick. Oh, the the great, terrifying Babu Frick. Uh, this reveal is so funny. When you watch this for the first time and you got that reveal, you're like, that's the guy they're talking about? It is hilarious. It's like, 
And I low-key think it's it's fucking Abrams taking a shot at Ryan Johnson for that casino scene. Because the last movie, they kept going, we got to meet this guy. This guy? The mysterious guy? Yeah, he's so mysterious. And then they go through this, like, shit. Just to, it was, like, totally useless. Yeah, pointless. And then here, it's like, we got to meet this mysterious, badass dude. And it's a little this alien. This felt like, you know, when they were building up Brodus Clay? Yes, exactly. And then he's the he's Funkasaurus. Yeah. Uh, so, Babu Frick is, like, one of the Jim Henson, like, type little monsters here <laughs> he is the highlight of this movie for me saves this movie i love this character he's like yeah i can pr- reprogram c3po no problem uh but before they do c3po has a moment here and he says uh when they reprogram me you know i won't be i won't have all the memories i have i'll be a re- factory reset i'm just taking one last look at my friends Friends. Friends. I remember this moment in the trailer. Yeah. And we use the the music for our best match ever of 2019. Yeah, yeah. It's this epic version of the Star Wars theme. I I love it. And this moment where taking one last look at my friends, watching the trailer gave me goosebumps. It's like, oh, some serious shit's going to go down. Yeah. It's a bit of another fake out again here. Yeah. This had zero resonance in the actual film. Because uh, the other characters don't give a shit. <laughs> They're so willing to just wipe this droid's history. That's what I mean. Like, this movie's so... Like, the little things don't add... Like, the whole thing... Uh, what is it? Dr- Never underestimate a droid. Yeah, you just wiped him out and don't give a fuck about him. Like, okay, yeah. cool. Uh, anyways, C-3PO is wiped out, and he comes back as heel 3 po He's <laughs> he's a Sith droid now, and he's speaking all in Sith. Oh, he's dirty, dirty-mouthed Sith. Uh... Zoe tries to convince Poe to... Is Zoe the girl who was from Dawson's Creek or something? She's definitely in, in some stuff. There's rumors that she's getting a show with Poe. Um, the Poe yeah, show. Yeah, I can't... What's her name? It's, um... Because she's, she's Zori, here. Zori, you mean. Kerry Russell. Yeah. Um, she basically is yeah, like... she's hit. in The Americans, isn't she? And She's um, in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, not the She American, tries to convince Poe that she's got this, like, thing that can land her into anywhere. Like a landing mm. access thing. Eventually gives it to Poe. She says, you might need this more than us. And C-3PO is now a Sith. <laughs> says Babu Frick because he did his job. Um, but then Ray disappears. And Finn's like, where's Ray?" And she starts to force time with Kylo Ren again, who is looking for her. Who's like, where the fuck are you? And she's like, ah, I'm not telling you. And then realizes that he's he's going to chase her down on this planet so he flies in and they go we got to get out of here so they leave because kylo's moving on in on them and they use this this coin they got from the friend to fly onto the spaceship of the new order mm. the first order new order <laughs> not order, the band final order. Yeah. <laughs> uh so they land on that ship and they start to force time and ray uses jedi mind tricks to let these stormtroopers like classic Star Wars yeah I I found this one a little funnier here I I almost got the um, Taika Waititi stormtroopers vibe from Mandalorian yeah uh, because rather than these are not the droids you're looking for these are not the droids we're looking for this is oh we're so relieved you're here (laughs) they they seem super chill and zen like yeah for sure we'll take you yeah come in yeah super super relieved you're here uh, got a little giggle from me. And then they continue on, and it's classic A New Hope here, where they're in the space like station, and they're going through, and it's classic Star Wars shootout. All the stormtroopers are coming. I'm thinking when Han 
and Chewie were running in the first one when they're like, ah, and then they run into all the stormtroopers yeah. and then run back. It's classic here. All the, the heroes are running through Finn and Poe, shooting up the place. Poe gets shot, and then they are surrounded and taken into custody from all the stormtroopers. Um, but Rey manages to escape, and she was in Kylo Ren's like quarters with the Vader mask, force times Kylo, and he's like, ah, I know where you are. I know who you are, and I never lied to you. Your parents were no one. They chose to be, to keep you safe. Search your memory, Ray. It was Palpatine who had your parents taken. And then he goes back to a ship to chase her. Um, basically, there's now a standoff with with the Ren and, and Ray on the ship. He's basically, look, I know you want to take my hand again. He's basically just like, join me. I know it. Come on, let's go. Uh, but the good guys actually escape because it's revealed General Hux was the spy. I'm the spy. Big turn. Here. It was me, Austin. <laughs> it was me. Uh, I like this, actually. <laughs> it's really funny. It doesn't make sense, but funny. It does. I, yeah, I don't know whether I like this or not. I think Hux slowly became more of a comedic character as the films went on. I love Donald Gleason. I think he's a, an awesome actor. Um... But it's been this. This kind of has been built throughout the three. Yeah. His rivalry with I just Ren. I just I have a theory that he he was always a heel, like he's always a bad guy. But then this him his shit with Kylo just kept bubbling up. He's like, all right, fuck it, I'm turning. I'm, I'm it turning. Is, yeah. So I and think that's he, what it is. he doesn't. Yeah, he completely doesn't care. Yeah, who wins? Whether it's good guys or bad guys, I just want Kylo Ren to look stupid. So he's like, shoot me in the arm, so it looks like I. Had a fight. Uh, they, he gets Finn shoots him in the leg, and he's like, "Fuck you." <laughs> uh, we have Kylo and Ray, and you are a Palpatine. He tells her, and she's like, "I'm a what?" <laughs> he says, uh, "Join me. We'll kill the Emperor together. We'll take the throne." He takes his mask off. Fuck it, mask off. He says, "You know what you need to do. Take my hand." But then the Falcon shows up with the whole gang. They save her. And they fly off, and he's, Kylo's just left there looking like with his dick in his hands again. Yeah. Um, and then Hux, Hux is shot. They know he's the traitor. They're like, nah, we know you were tra- you're, you're none of that shit. Um, we then have the gang fly to a new planet on this in this Star Wars series, uh, a moon in the Endor system. It's an ocean moon called Kef Burr. Yeah. Kef Burr. Kathy Burr. <laughs> Kef Burr. <laughs> This is my new favorite planet in a Star Wars thing. Water, sea. Yeah, it's waves. not. Even, it's like just big waves. Like I'm, I've never. I'm not a surfer, but like I want to surf here. This looks like a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, this this planet is great. I have to say that out of all of the entire Star Wars movies, this is the most recent one, the last one. This is the most impressive, stunning, visually oh, amazing 100%. movie from front to back. This movie. Um, particularly this water planet is just like the effects in this movie are just un- unbelievable like mm. crazy fantastic you don't have to be a star wars fan you can just be like a sci-fi it's rare that people kind of don't like star wars but like this these kinds of movies but just watching this movie you could hate this movie for the plot lines for everything but watching it you ain't having a bad time this there, is stunning there are so many images in this film that we've got um the first six films as posters yeah uh, in a hallway and there's so many images from this film that would just look cool as, as a, poster. a poster and definitely the the like 
red lightsaber and blue lightsaber. Just the colors with these dark waves Water. and everything crashing over. This, it looks beautiful. This planet is, is so lit. I used to be obsessed with Star Wars Battlefront on PS2, 1 and 2, Star Wars Battlefront 1 and 2. I know there's some new ones, which we you just got. We got to mm-hmm. try. I can't wait to this level. How do, how do you even do this in a, in a video game? This, this level, this water moon, the ocean moon of Endor. This is the the planet where the Death Star landed. If you ever wondered at the Return of the Jedi at the end when they shot down the the Death Star, where did it land? It's here. It's in the water. The ocean Moon of Endor. Yeah, it's in the water. Um, even even in in space, they have water. Like you think it's we, we you always see like the sand. You always see the the kind of sand. It's weird to see water, and it was different. I, yeah. I find it's no, it's I like different. It. Yeah. Uh, so they're here, and they're like, "Yo, we gotta, we gotta find this thing, this Wayfair uh, finder thing." They meet uh, some locals, including Jana, who's like, "Hey, I can help you. I can get you there. I have ships and boats, but you should wait. It's really wavy, so wavy." Um, and the Force brought me here, says Finn to Jana. He's like, "The Force brought me here to Ray. The Force brought me to Poe. The Force is real. I wasn't sure then, but I am now. It's real." Damn it, it's real. Oh, it's damn real, basically. Uh, Ray takes a boat and is like, fuck y'all, I'm doing it by myself, and gets on this boat, and it's she's total Tom Hanks castaway with Wilson here, just going in at it alone. Um, and they're like, ah, what are you doing? So they go after her. Um, she's now in the remains of the Death Star. Coolest part of the movie, like I said. Now she's on this water planet inside the broken down, abandoned Death Star. There's like stormtrooper helmets. There's seaweed. There's dirt. There's just, just like it's like the Titanic right before it goes under. Mm. What like full of water and just like destroyed and disheveled. And the music here is like a slow, like s- simple version of the uh, Emperor's or the Death March, the Star Vader's March. Yeah, but like changed and slow and sing- singled out while Ray is like looking through this great callback to the entire series uh this is my this this when i watch this movie i mentioned there's so many things in this movie i don't like when i got to like this planet i was like okay it's delivering for me because everything here is kind of fitting in and making it's, making sense it's ti- it looks epic it's yeah. tying back to the original series like we're back in yeah second death where everything happened where this, everything happened yeah. Um, we're we're building up. We know where we're heading. We're yeah. trying to find this thing to get to Exegol. We're kind of wondering what she's what she she's looking for this wayfinder, and she finds it, this Sith wayfinder. But then all of a sudden, she looks in like a mirror, and there's a reflection. Someone's there in a dark Sith cloak, but it's Ray, an evil Ray, with a double red lightsaber. This was another swerve from the trailers because this clip was in it, and people yeah. were like, oh, "Oh, Ray's gonna turn evil Ray, bad, evil Ray." Um, again, I think it looks cool. I think they could have just played it, played it harder with the, uh, with Ray going dark. So she sees an evil Ray. Now we mentioned, uh, in the older reviews, we had Darth Maul with a double lightsaber. Hers can be double, but like can flip yeah. and hold it differently as well. We've never seen that no. in, in the it can Star be Wars. chopsticks if she wants. It could. Yeah. Lightsaber chopsticks yeah. wouldn't really help you pick up food though. They just cut through the a, food. What are they called? The... Try and remember that. There is Star creature. Wars. Like, just oh. that steak with that would be good. Uh, this is so epic. Fro- cook it on Mustafa, the fire. There pie. you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Uh, they've probably got some big fish here on the, the yeah. ocean moon. Uh, Evil Ray has fangs and the hood, and she starts to have a lightsaber duel with herself. It's mm. Ray versus Evil Ray. They're going back and forth. Uh, it says 
to her, don't be afraid of who you are, but this heel ray, this evil ray with the fangs and nasty eyes, like she looks evil and scary, is just an illusion. And in comes Kylo Ren. He says, look, you want this wayfinder? Well, too bad. And he breaks it in front of her. He's like, fuck your shit. The only way you can get to the Emperor is through me now. And then she's really mad at him and says, you know what? This is it. It ends here with me and you, Kylo. So it's an epic lightsaber duel. This is what I wanted in my Star Wars movie. An epic lightsaber duel on all this dark Death Star wreckage in the ocean. And they start to just go at it, lightsaber up and down. Uh, this is one of my favorite lightsaber battles. I think, say what you will about the, the sequel films, I think the, the lightsaber battles have been the best in these ones. Think of the, the battle between these two uh, in the snow. Yeah, at night in the Force Awakens looks great. The battle in the in Snoke's throne room I love in the Last Jedi as well, and here just they all look visually they're all very striking, and obviously they can do so much more with it now than they could in the original trilogy. They're... Whereas the the prequels went way too CGI with the flips and stuff. This yeah. is like okay, it's some stuff which is unbelievable, but it it feels just more like really good swordplay yeah it, it just looks so epic here between the, the kylo and ray lightsaber duel is so epic they're fighting all over the place finn and Jana show up on another boat they're like hey ray what's going on she's like not now and she basically force pushes finn out of the way out of there she's like get out of here this is my fight and she continues to fight and battle with kylo um and you see it cuts to princess leia who's like somewhere like, oh, like she's feeling some type of way. She's walking off on to be on her own. And Ray and Kylo are going back and forth. And she's like kind of getting like a little bit enraged here. And she gets one up on Kylo here and stabs him with her saber. And this is where not only can she now like force heal, but Leia takes Ben's place in life I, yeah explain that i don't know is that just how do you they're, explain it <laughs> the jedis the jedis they can do anything they, this is like not only can you just chat over force time you can venmo each other your your life, life as well but wait okay so hold on ray we now know can force heal mm. she can just do that she does it to ben he would have been healed just fine but instead leia's like no nah, i'm gonna die anyways what? Okay. I Yeah. I mean, I think she's... Yeah, she's dying anyway, I So guess. she's like, here, it, take my energy. She's giving it the energy, the force it's energy. It's giving her energy, her force, and it's also oh. just being there for her son as, like, a last-ditch effort to, like, make him see. lot to take in here. The midichlorians are off the charts here. She's giving him her midichlorians. Uh, and Ben comes back to life. Or I should say, Kylo Ren dies... And, and Ben Solo is reborn. Absolutely. I would say as well that there's always that connection between, like, mothers and their sons. Sure. More so than, I'd say, fathers and sons. Mm -hmm. And that's why, sure, he, he killed his dad. <laughs> but, like, this is here, it's it's his mum. Yeah. His mum he couldn't kill in The Last Jedi, and now it's his mum saving him. So I think it, it really is what opens his eyes and... Yeah, kills Ben. Kills Kylo. So Ben now is just laying here, like, shocked at what happened. He's like, ah, I've been defeated, but now I'm Ben, and Leia saved me, and, uh, you know, maybe I should stop being so evil. 
And Ray's like, tell me where the other drugs are going. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Emperor's on this planet. Go here. She's like, cool. Jumps in his TIE fighter and just fucks off. Leaves mm-hmm. Finn behind. So she's going to, to chase after the Emperor. Now we have uh, a shot of Leia and she's just in her bed, but like a deathbed. She has passed away, yeah. giving her midichlorians to Ben. Ben now walks on this like water bridge, still on this island. And he's kind of just staring off. And then we hear it. Hey, kid. And oh my god. Guys, it's Han Solo. Yeah, this scene makes me cry. This oh, I marked out in the theater. And I was so happy they kept this secret when this film was released. I had no idea, and it got me in the feels. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I think I shouted out. I marked out in the theater. Uh, a few people did, but a few other people like looked over at the people who were like, Whoa! And we're like, why are you? Why is that a cool thing? And I literally was like, "Fuck off!" Yeah. It's Han Solo in the last Star Wars movie. Get out! It's it kind of put the cherry on top here for me. Uh, Han is the best character in all these movies, and to kind of see him here, you're like, "Ah, he's ah." We but we thought you were ah. Uh, it's just a ghost. It's noted that this is not a Force ghost because he he's not in the Force, but it's just a ghost. He's not blue. He's just himself. I oh, I believe this is just. Kylo's vision. Uh, yes, I don't. I don't think this is Actually, a ghost at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Han Solo is there, and he says, "Ben, I miss you, son." What? Well, your son is dead. He goes, "No, no, no, no. Kylo Ren is dead. My son is alive." But, but, Dad, you're you're just a memory. Yes, your memory. Come home, Ben. And then we have Ben with the famous line from Force Awakens. I know what I have to do, but I don't know if I have the strength to do it. Han says, you do. Dad, I... I... I know. He disappears. Tear. It's such a... Someone was cutting onions in the theater when I watched this. It's such a beautiful, beautifully written scene for Star Wars fans. You have the... Just so many callbacks to, to obviously when Kylo kills Han Solo... You've got the callback to maybe the most famous line in Star Wars. Yes. I love you. I know. Yes. Um, so him saying it like, Dad, I... And he cuts him off and says... I know. I know. What a perfect final line for Han Solo to have. Yeah. Uh, this scene is perfect. Yeah. I, I think this is the best scene in the entire movie. Uh, I Like I said, I marked out when this this hat hit when I watched it the first time and watching it back the second time I'm like damn Harrison Ford you show up for one minute and you probably got paid more than half the other people on this movie yeah. but I love you uh, just fantastic this is so good uh, I, I said that Adam Driver is just a fantastic actor the actors in these prequel uh, sequels are way better than some of the actors in some of the older movies and the dialogue is just way better so Han Solo has like what five lines here and he's just like so Harrison Ford is just so chill. He doesn't really play Han Solo. He is Han Solo. Mm. And everything about this, the two, the dynamic between the two is just great. The callback to all the movies they call back here. Fantastic. Knocked it out the park with this scene alone. The rest of the movie. Mm. Uh, he's like, wow, my dad's a ghost. And then throws his lightsaber away. He's like, no more of this red cross lightsaber. I want to know where it ends up. It's going to end up in the water. Yeah where the Death Star is, just saying. I always want to know where lightsabers end up because now we've seen years later when the lightsabers are like found, mm. we've seen it. We've seen them like, oh, I found this on such and such. We know that happens. So like 30 years from now, when we're watching these, still watching these fucking movies, it's going to be callbacks to people finding. Maybe not this one particularly. Whatever happened to Luke's screen one? Exactly, exactly. And this is one of, oh, we'll get yeah. there later. Yeah. But yeah. So uh, 
the New Order now destroy Kojimi, the the planet where Babu frickin' the people were on. They just used the planet killer. It's revealed these, like, new Star Destroyer ships, these, these Sith fleet are being, like, loaded and armed up with planet killers. Every single one of them, yeah. Yeah, so if you've watched all these movies, including, like, Rogue One, the planet killer's Death Star weapon is now being added to all their ships, which... They could just wipe out everything. Yeah. So it is like essentially them taking over the entire galaxy. Um, they they learn that like it's it's game over the rebellion here. Like we either fight or die. It's fight or flight. Really. Uh, <clears throat> we see Ray. She basically uh, like starts to lose her shit. She's like, I can't do this, and throws her lightsaber away. But the Force Ghost of Luke Skywalker catches it. Master Skywalker, he says, look, there's something my sister would want you to have, and then gives her, like, Leia's saber, and it shows flashbacks to Luke Skywalker and Princess Leia training with each other. This is some epic stuff. Didn't you always want to see this? Especially being a Star Wars fan for so long after Return of the Jedi, your mind always wonders, like, well, where would, where would these characters go? Would Luke doing? would Luke ever train Leia, considering like she's the sister and she has the Force? Would that ever happen? Well, the answer was yes, and it shows it right here. Princess Leia did train with Luke. He did try to be- make her a Master Jedi as well, but she would see visions of her son dying because of the Force. Therefore, she gave it all up. Isn't this a reoccurring trend? They keep training, and right when they're there, they're like, eh, I see a vision of someone dying. I'm scared. Ah, I don't want to do this. Well, sorry, Leia, but your son dies anyways. Like, jeez, give it a rest. Uh, so I, I really like the flashback scene. I, I, when I was younger, would read the comic books, and there's a particular one I would always read, I had it, where it is Luke and Leia, like, training. And in these comics, the avenue they go is Luke trains Leia to, like, be at his level, and then she turns heel. She's like, right. you know what? Fuck you, Han. <laughs> uh, fuck you, Luke. And she then they have to, like, fight her off because it's taking over her. I kind of... I'm happy they didn't go in that direction with the movies, but yeah. Uh, so Ray is now going to try to find the the Emperor, and she's going to do it in an X-wing because Luke helps her rise it out of the water. The final, like the so this is a callback to Empire, where Luke the, is training with Yoda, and yeah. Luke isn't able to, right? So Yoda to, helps Yoda. Yoda lifts it up yeah. for him, but I don't think Luke was able to. So, so now Luke, Luke is here, like ha. I can bring it out of the water now. Uh, just a, yeah. Party tricks. Cool back. If I had the force, man, the things I would do be crazy. Uh, they, Ray now has the X-Wing and she's got two lightsabers and she's going to fly to Exegol. The rebels. So, what are the two lightsabers she's got here? So she's got one. Yeah. And then she's got this like Leia's one. Oh, she's got Leia's one. Yeah, right. So it's yeah. Two I'm blue ones. Yes, two blue that's ones. Right. Uh, I would have liked it if it was the green one here. I thought it was going to be. Right. It was not. So yeah. yeah, that's what I always thought. It, it also could have been. been someone else. It could have been like, yo, there's some guy who used to use this one. You might, you might have heard of him, Qui Gon or something. Like you could have just thrown in a different saber, anyways. But anyways, two blue sabers. I guess she's already got Luke, so yeah. it makes sense to have layers because it's it's the two of them that are important. The resistance come together. They say we have to fight. We're all gonna die. It's you know it's time to time to sack up here, and we're fighting for what our mothers and fathers fought for. Not today. We will not die. We make our last stand for the galaxy. For today is Independence Day. <laughs> yeah. It's the rallying war speech. Uh, and then the guy from Lost shows up again. It's He's like, all right, yeah. 
Yeah. Fucking hate him. This speech is all right. It's no, it's no Aragorn at the Black Gate. It's no Mel Gibson in Braveheart. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. True. But he does his best. Yeah. Uh, it's now time for some Star Wars because shit hits the fan. Everyone's fighting everyone in the Star Wars galaxy here. They're trying to fight the the bad guys one last time. They're taking out cannons. It's Star Wars, so yeah. there's always a transmitter and a cannon you need to take out, right? <laughs> Red leader standing by, essentially, <laughs> is all over here. Uh, welcome to Exegol. It's always thunderstorms, overcast, and everyone's evil uh, here. And... There's an evil fleet of ships that's just, like, waiting for the Emperor to, like, basically turn on. Yeah. Just got to flip the switch. I just flipped the switch. Uh, the good guys decide to team up with, like, horses and, like, buggies. and. Well, the, yeah, the, the horses are all of, like, Janna's people. Yes. Um, I really like it. I think it adds a different element to Star Wars because we know there are creatures and shit. And, like, yeah. like horses are in, are, like known for war all the time i mean it's not necessarily horses it's horse type horse type yeah, things yeah i really we we didn't kind of mention it and i guess as we're talking about janna and her horses yeah here i really like that scene with her and finn um where she's talking about how um because obviously until these films we've known the stormtroopers as clones right they're all the clones of Django fett whereas here stormtroopers are people they're slaves essentially yeah. they've been stolen from their homes and we learn that Finn isn't alone. That Finn isn't the only there's tons storm of people. That there's all these people. Yeah. Um, it makes it makes the first order almost seem more evil, but more related to kind of the world we live in. That these yeah. are just fucking slaves who are kidnapped and made to do. It reminds this shit. me of like World War Two a lot. One hundred percent. Yeah, a lot yeah. of this, a lot of it, definitely. That's where they got their inspiration. Um, so they're all fighting the good fight. They're on horses. They got guns. They got weapons. It's space. Fights in space wars, Star Wars. Uh, Ray enters Exegol and she finds the throne, the Game of Thrones. She goes in and we hear the Emperor. He says, I've been waiting for my grandchild to come home. Ooh, spooky. He says, I've been I I've never wanted you dead, Ray. I've wanted you here to be Empress Palpatine. What? He says, all you want me to do is hate, says Ray, but I won't. He, he's like, look, kill me, and you take over. Isn't that the classic thing? Kill me to so, be evil. This is one of the other things where I, I think for the enjoyment of the film, I've you just got to say go with it. Yeah. So Palpatine's been trying to get Kylo to kill Ray the whole time, but now he wants Ray to kill him. Kill him and that was his plan all, all along. along. Like, cool. It feels a bit Russo, just a swerve for the sake of a swerve. See, no, I think it should have been more like this. Like, Palpatine had a kid, and then who had a kid? So it's his grandkid, and that's Ray. And he's like, I'm going to keep you secret somewhere, secret safe, so that years later, my ace up my sleeve is I have a kid that's got my powers, and hopefully mm. they take over my throne. Like, you know what I mean? Like, some mafia type shit. Like, take over the the business but it's not that he basically was like ah, i can't find her because they they took her away to hide her yeah so he's known about her and he kind of reveals here that his whole plan has always been for her to take over and like absorb all of the sith you will join me or but then die why was she why was he trying to get snoke to kill her and shit like that it, it makes sense like just a slight tweak yeah that the whole time he's been manipulating kylo 
to bring her to him. It's and then it can be that kind of, oh, you never mattered to me. You didn't like to Kylo. You didn't mean anything. Yeah. It's always been about Ray. But just the fact that the last two films, it's been kill the girl, kill the girl. And even first part of this film is kill the girl. It's sloppy jalopy. It yeah. really, it's like, oh, okay, that's all right. It's just J.J. Abrams should have just done all three movies, I guess. I really don't. Well, it's J.J. fucking Yeah, it's J.J. Well. I, like, I blame J.J. Sorry, but whether you like the decisions or not in The Last Jedi, it, happened. it makes sense. Yeah. Whether you like agree with how it goes, it makes sense. And to just kind of ignore shit, like, you, you work with what you got. You yeah. can't ignore a whole, like, billion-dollar film just because you don't like blue milk, you know, or whatever. So J.J. just tried to, like, rewrite history, essentially, which is, like, kind of it shit just, as well. It just makes the, yeah, it just makes the Emperor here look a bit ridiculous. Uh, well, he's like, join me and, or I'll kill all your friends, really, is basically what he says. But Kylo Ren, sorry, Ben Solo with the run-in... But he's not in his Kylo Ren gear. He's just in some H&M clothes, basically. <laughs> uh, all black, though. Love it. Um, and he's there to help Rey. And now we mentioned she had two lightsabers. She throws one over to Ben. And now it's her and Ben in this fight against all the Emperor's like goons, essentially. These like soldiers with the, the, the scary masks. The druids are all kind of watching. It's very epic. Space opera-y here. Like, if the Emperor succeeds right here, right now, all these things will be released into the galaxy and, like, everything's gonna fuck up and it all depends on, like, this right here. So, Kylo gets a saber. Kylo, sorry, I keep calling him Kylo, but that's his fucking name. Ben Solo, the goat, he's wrecking shit again. He's fucking man's up. I think his lightsaber skills improved over the three movies. Because earlier in oh, the... Oh, yeah. Force Awakens, he's fucking losing to Finn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, Finn's giving him a run for his yeah. money. He does fuck him up event- eventually, but yeah, you're right. But he... it's like, realistically, it wasn't a squ- be like... It should have been a squash. <laughs> ex-, ex Stormtrooper, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Realistically. Yeah, it was it was fucking Alan Angels against Kenny, <laughs> Kenny Omega, Omega, where he really shouldn't have got any <laughs> offense. <laughs> uh, so Kylo is helping Rey, and they're, they're doing all this stuff, but... Palpatine is like, nah, fuck you, and steals their energy. He steals their mojo and says, uh, you know, I'm taking over you guys. And he, like, starts to regenerate him. His, like, fingers grow back. He starts to look even more scarier and more menacing than even ever before. It cuts to Poe. He's flying, and his his crew is getting shot out of the sky. He thinks it's all over. He's basically like, goodbye. He's going down with the ship. And the galaxy comes through. They said... That they sent the text, you know that late night text, the uh, WYD. What you doing? You <laughs> you up? Well, the galaxy was the galaxy was up. In comes it's Endgame. It is. <laughs> it's yeah. Endgame. Uh, here comes Lando. They sent out a distress call to the entire galaxy, being like, "Hey, for the past forty fucking years, these bad guys have been taking over our space, and you know what?" Enough is enough. It's time for a change. Let's all get up together and do this. They should have done this fucking nine movies ago, but here we are. And now the galaxy comes together. We have cameos from, like, fight, space fighters from we all over. We get, like, Wedge Antilles is back. All who, sorts of people. Uh, it's awesome. Like, I, he was one of the characters when he came back, he, and he's such a small role in yeah. the originals, but I was... Okay, that's cool. Like there's you're so literally many... getting everyone back here. There's tie-ins with like people who were in the OG and their kids who are now in these yep. ones and like all sorts of stuff. But it's really cool that all they, they and show we have. Up. Obviously, John Williams has scored all the kind of main Star Wars films, and we hear variations of the theme throughout. And here we've just got the traditional classic 
Star Wars theme playing. It's banging. It's awesome. Uh, we also have... Uh, I keep saying Zoe, but I fucking her name. Zori. Zori. And Babu Frick. <laughs> He's alive. He's alive. Big pop uh, for me in the theater here. <laughs> I was happy that they didn't kill this little Muppet. Uh, Supreme Emperor now is with his druids. It's some satanic Sith cult shit that's going on. They're like, hey, hey, ha, ha, hey, hey, ha. It's kind of like rise of the thing. Wrong, wrong rise. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's using electricity and Sith lightning and everyone's fucked up now. He's basically like... I'm so strong that I can just shoot my fingers into the sky and everyone in space will just get certain... Light party! Lightning! Uh, He's like, be with me. Um, These are your final steps, Ray. Rise and take them. And Ray is like, huh, I'm going to bring back balance. She says, uh, alone, never have you been. Every Jedi lives inside you. So she's getting, hearing these voices to her. So yeah, she has, um, she has the voice of Luke she has the voice of Obi-Wan, Anakin. We have uh, characters from like the supporting kind of Clone Wars and Rebels. Yeah. We've got Ahsoka Tano, who was Anakin's first apprentice. Apologies if I'm pronouncing it. Some nerdy wrong. shit. Uh, we have Canon Jarrus, who's one of the Jedi's who survived Order 66. 66. Liminara Unduli, who was killed in Order 66. Uh, Qui-Gon Jinn, who's that dude from Taken. Um, <laughs> Ayla Secura who was killed in Order 66, Mace Windu, yeah. uh, who is now busy just leading the Avengers. We have Ari Gallia, who's part of the Jedi High Council, Yoda, and then finally Luke Skywalker, saying, the Force will be with you always. Let it lift you. Feel the Force, Ray. Ray, rise. 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 Uh, she gets up there's and she's... The, there's the moment in the trailer, sorry to cut off, there's a moment in the trailer that ends with Luke saying, may the force be with you, and Leia says, always. always. I don't know why they didn't ah. use this here, because Leia's Dead. a Jedi yeah. as well, and she's part of the force now, and I just thought that would... I love this. I, I think this is awesome. This is so uh, epic, It would have yeah. just been the extra cherry on top to have that Luke and Leia for the final line. Uh, the cherry on top was Hayden Christensen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, you've got... Uh, You've got two Obi Wans. Got two. You've got Alec Guinness as well. Where they use the clip, they clipped off him saying something different that makes him say Ray. He's like, "Hey, look over there," or and something. Yeah, it's crazy. And got him saying "Ruh." Yeah, so it's, it's like Ray. Ray. <laughs> uh, I I love this. How she's like getting all the voices. It's and beautiful. It's, yeah. it's it's really cool. All the Jedi through the year and every every years. single like different line. She's kind of getting more and more to her feet. She's like a Last Man Standing match. She's, she's getting force up on hulking nine. up. Hulking she's getting up. up on nine. She's hulking up. Forcing up. Uh, she gets up and it's go time baby uh he's like i am all the sith you cannot beat me granddaughter and she's like yeah yeah i am iron man (laughs) (laughs) i am all the jedi and then she uses his own powers against him and he's like like lightning her and she grabs both lightsabers and at one point ben gets like fuck fucking killed over there but he's like chilling she uses the 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 lightsabers as like scissors here and like shoots it back at the emperor and it starts to kill him and then it does in fact kill him all his minions and the spirits of all these druids and evil forces and all that satanic cult stuff just start to crumble to the floor she's bringing balance to the force um but she because of this she slowly die like she dies she uses all her force she exudes yeah. herself that the force kills her as well 
Ben Solo finds her and he uses the force to heal her but gives her energy, his energy to her, kind of like how Leia gave it to, her, to him. Therefore, basically, he's like, you can be a Skywalker now. She's like, all right, cool. She wakes up. They share a little smooch. Yeah. Essentially. And he smiles for the first time in all three films. Wow. There's, really? an, there's a big smile on his face. Well, he got a kiss. Yeah. He got a little kiss. Sealed the deal. Hey, I went about this all the wrong way. <laughs> but it worked, guys. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> Still got the kiss. Still counts. Fuck y'all. Treat him mean. Keep him keen. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, pays to be rude. Uh, he gets the kiss, but he dies. Ben Solo is died, but Ray lives on. She survives. Um, the good guys win. The galaxy is saved. So now all the evil space cannons with planet killers, they're getting fucked up. They're destroyed. All the, the rebellion, the resistance, the good guys, they win. We have uh, a whole giant party at the end. We have a moment with uh, Zuri and... Poe, where he, he does this is what I this is my move. I know I know a lot of guys can can uh, <laughs> associate with me, but it's not a line. It's not anything. You just got to do the like the one like the nod, you know, like the hey, and then it's like like a nod, but it's like huh 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 huh. You know the nod I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. And she's like no no not happening. He's like all right, just check it, just check it. Uh, the three main characters here reunited: Finn, Poe, and Ray, and they hug it out. Epic kind of rejoining here culmination of them kind of doing it uh everyone is happy chewie doesn't get a medal uh no one no one really got a medal here he does yeah medal. he does get a medal <laughs> i know it's one of the it's one of the best moments everyone gets a medal including chewie justice for chewie justice for rose she probably didn't get a medal uh was she even here who knows uh ray has saved the world she is the strongest force in the entire galaxy she has done it uh, ben Solo dies, but she takes over with like the Skywalker like moniker. We then see her. She's on Tatooine with the two moons, the two suns, whatever you want to call them. She has the two blue lightsabers. She there's a uh, kind of a callback to Force Awakens with her sliding down the sand. Oh yeah, um, she buries the lightsabers mm. in the sand. Force digs a hole. Force dig. I, I ain't digging with my hands. I'll force dig that. Force dig a hole. And <laughs> a woman shows up. And uh, she says, There's been no one here for so long. Who are you? And she says, I'm Ray. She says, Ray who? Ray Mysterio. <laughs> <laughs> she says, No. She says, Ray Skywalker. And she walks off into the two moons. And I. Does she have a new lightsaber? It's a yellow it's, lightsaber. Yeah, it's her staff. Yeah. Uh, so the hilt is the the staff she's had yeah. throughout the movies. And it's yellow. It's a yellow lightsaber. Because you know why? This movie and all nine movies were here to tell you one thing. There is good. There is bad. But you have to find a balance in between. And that's what she did here. And she's looking off at the two sons with BB-8 by her side. Yes. Uh, visually, again, a really nice kind of conclusion to this saga. And I then... Dun -dun 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 uh, the Rise of Skywalker. Star Wars. That is the movie. Now, I'm aware of everything that's wrong with this film. <laughs> I still fucking love it. I think yes. it's, it's such a quick film. It goes at such a rapid pace. It feels like a a bit of a roller coaster to me where you come sure. off 
and you you've been waiting like you've been lining up for two hours for this roller coaster you've been waiting years to see this film you get in it starts it goes at such a speed and at the end of it you can't necessarily remember what happened but you enjoyed it and then when you start thinking about it you start picking away the holes you're like yeah okay i get it that didn't make sense this didn't make sense um i i had a very similar experience watching uh the dark knight rises okay i love that film i think i just love kind of epic conclusions me too films bring everything together dark knight rises so much of it doesn't make sense you can poke so many holes in that film but i kind of don't care i i came out enjoying it and i think sometimes and i think something that especially with star wars because fuck none of these films are perfect Something I learned from watching these movies and doing these reviews. Yeah, we are a wrestling podcast, but we do movie reviews on our Patreon. We did all of these Star Wars movies. We have watched all of them, even the Christmas special. Mm. Uh, What I realized is these are not good, like, movie movies. Comparing to, like, movies like serious dramas or, like, Oscar-winning, like, dramas and, like, movies about real events. This is a sci-fi space opera. You can pick holes in Anything you watch. All of them. This relates to me to wrestling because wrestling is so fucking ridiculous and it can be really hard to try to tell someone who's never watched it before to watch it. Try talking to someone who, you know, there are people, believe it or not, in this world who've never seen Star Wars and, in fact, have messaged us being like, oh, you guys uh, inspired me to start watching them. And, like, on paper, people will read what Star Wars is about and be like, that sounds fucking dumb Mm. and stupid and silly. But, like, hey, it's entertainment and that's what kind of this is. But watching these movies back, all nine of them and the extra ones that we watched... It, they're so fun to watch. Like, they're so fun to watch. In fact, I've seen... I'm lucky enough to have seen, like, I think all of them in theaters because they did the relaunches yep. of them in, like, the 90s or whatever. Something about the sound effects and the visual things. Watching these at home at any big TV or with any sound system does not do the justice of being in the theater with the, like... Absolutely. The effects and stuff. And you can't, like... You can't explain that to someone. Like, that feeling that when you feel, watch yeah. that in the theater. So I got that out of this movie, and that's what I went for. And, and I think they went for epic here, yes. right? This is, they're, they're saying this is the end of the Skywalker saga. This is nine movies, like, to this point. Yeah. And it had the epicness. You, you brought back so many, like, nostalgic callbacks. You had the biggest fight they've ever had, because just all these ships, all this huge fleet. We've seen little destroyers and TIE fighters fight each other. We haven't seen masses of huge fucking ships yeah. just blowing each other up you got the emperor back with all his scary mates um <laughs> it it felt epic so i i personally and i completely understand if people have issues with this film yeah i forgive it all because i just what re-watching it today and yesterday i just had a blast yeah it was a lot of again. fun this was the second time i watched it for since being the, the day it came out we both saw it the day it came out in theaters but this is the second time watching it on disney plus here and it was it was a lot of fun obviously second time around i'm noticing a lot more things that maybe i didn't notice the first time including plot holes and i realize how angry it is that how angry it makes me that you start off a finale of a whole series that of years of movies with just the dead speak. Yeah, he's alive. Like, it's such a piss off that, like, yeah, I can see why a lot of Star Wars fans that I know, like the serious ones, like who, people who love mm-hmm. Star Wars as much as me and you love wrestling. And they're like, this movie was just in the middle. Like, it's just meh. It didn't it didn't under deliver and it didn't over deliver. It was just it did what it needed to do and it got out. And I'm like, OK, I can see that. But it still had some of the stuff I really liked, like like the Han Solo bit that I wasn't spoiled that he showed up. And you're like, oh, OK, that's really nice. Uh 
again, the whole, the way this thing is shot, this is like, this should be a yardstick here of showing you what effects can be used for. Like the effects in this movie are so crazy. Uh, So yeah, like roll a fat one and watch Star Wars. This is one of them to watch. And and you could rewatch this a few times because it's just epic shit happening. You don't need to care about why it's happening. Just watch it and kind of enjoy it. This movie is not perfect, but damn, it's I love the three leads in this. And one of my... It can be a pro and it's a con. I just wish they were together as a trio way more. Mm. You you barely had them together as a three. I'm talking about Ray, Poe, and Finn. Yeah. You barely had them together in this one as a trio. You barely you didn't really have them at all together in The Last Jedi. And I feel you finished these this new trilogy, and I want to see more films with those guys. Because I think there's so much more. And I think... I didn't get it. A strength to J.J., abrams with this film as well is all the character new characters he's introduced seem interesting as well uh zori and Jana, i can definitely see being used in disney a plus disney plus series or something there's definitely more to them and from the from reception it seems a lot of people felt the same way unlike rose in the last jedi which i didn't have as she was she was met to me justice for rose i never I never got the hate towards her, but she's not a brilliant character. Don't get me like, right. I'm not like, oh, but Rose is so good. I'm just, she's there. She doesn't deserve (laughs) to be like fucking sent hate mail. Yeah, don't get it. Like that's pathetic. Um, Whereas Zori and Janna, I'm like, yeah, you're cool. And there's definitely some backstory here. And I want to see Zuri and Poe as a spice runner and all this. (laughs) Yeah. There's definitely more material there to be had with so many more of these characters stepping away from the Skywalker realm of right. it all. Something I, 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 like I mentioned, the actors in these movies, these ones, like the newer ones are so phenomenal. Um, you know, with the times going on right now, we are recording this June 10th, 2020. Uh, just a few days ago, Finn, John Boyega, was out in London doing protests for Black Lives Matter. And he's like screaming into a megaphone and he's cutting like the best fucking promo I've ever seen. This guy is fantastic, a fantastic human being. And he says at the end of it, like, I was in all these Star Wars movies after doing this protest. I might not get cast in other movies. And now Star Wars itself, their Twitter, their Instagram have come backing him and sharing his shit and like posting all of it. So I'm, I'm loving all of that. But Finn was Barely in this movie. Uh, John Boyega, I have not seen him in a lot of other stuff, and I need to. You've told me to watch some other movie with him. Attack the Block. Yeah, I really need like to check it out. first big film. Because he is like just a – I follow him on Twitter and stuff. I think he's just awesome, and I think he can be a big player in Hollywood. I think we'll see him in some big movies in, in the future. But uh, here, we see him in the sinking sand, and he says, I got to tell you something, Ray. And then we never know what he wanted to tell Ray. Did he want to tell Ray, I love you? Or did he want to tell Ray that he's force sensitive? He's like, hey, Ray, I'm like you. I'm a Jedi. I could be. Because it's it's in the movie. There's little things in his like barely screen time. I think he was kind of screwed out of this. Mentioning Rose, how she's written out of this movie. Finn's in the movie. But what does Finn do in this movie? Yeah, not, not yeah. a whole lot. And I, I, I kind of think he kills it in The Force Awakens. Where you kind of think, like, why didn't you get more? And he's come out in interviews like, yeah. he. None of the people in this movie actually kind of liked this movie either. In the interviews after this movie had been released... They all were kind of like, yeah, it's cool. We got paid a lot of money and it's done. It's over. Which is kind of frustrated as well with no like real map of your character. Yeah. No, no through line. You come in, especially after 
and then just the directors constantly changing and and all that i i can see it being frustrating i think that even with the little he has to do just the chemistry between him and poe especially but i'll throw ray in there as well yes, definitely. it's really fun and as i said it's a shame we didn't get more of that yeah i think you could do a whole movie with just them chilling just them hanging out yeah that's... you know have a have a sitcom <laughs> you know it was christmas special christmas special 2020 so finn goes hey um I've, i'm full sensitive right feeling the power you got any what did you ever do to with your old lightsabers you had, you've, you're on your third one now. Can, can you, I have one? Can I, can I have one? Ugh. How do you feel about sand? <laughs> uh, well, we'll wait. Because does, does Ray and Finn, are they just, are they linked romantically? No, They're not. I don't think so. She kissed a guy who's dead now. Yeah. And then steals his last name. That's fucked up. I mean. I, <laughs> that's, what, that's what wives do. <laughs> I think there was a, a little chemistry between him and Janna. But now, but then Lando's kind of like. Lando, I don't know if you're being like, hey, let's find out who your family family is, or I'm your dad, or hey, do you want to hook up? No, it's, Lando's it's, the dad. Lando's the dad. Lando's, you think Lando's yeah, the dad? Yeah, yeah. He says it in a weird way. It's Lando's He's like, the well, dad. how about we find out, winky face? <laughs> winky face eggplant yeah. emoji. Uh, um, it's like that look Poe does, like that, huh? huh? But that's another, like, Lando and Janna, I could see being a spinoff. Um, yeah. Poe and, po and Zuri. We are going to have Star Wars movies again, but it's just going to be sure. in a different direction, but taking place in the universes that we already, like, know. But in conclusion on this one, I I love it. Like, yeah. I, I genuinely love this film. I, I get it, but I get the criticism, but I really love it. Um, another, like, little just uh, cool thing with this is you were mentioning about the puppets, like with Babu Frick and yeah. stuff. Mars is a puppet in this one, whereas she's CGI in the others. Oh, right. And okay. it's crazy. Like, yeah. watching it, it's, I believe it's the most expensive, probably until Baby Yoda. Um, the most expensive, elaborate puppet. A lot of them been. in this movie are, are crazy like, puppets. But Mars, you're in two scenes. There's a, there's a lot of Easter eggs in this as well. Like they go to Babu Frick's like club thing before they get to him, and there's so many alien costumes from the old movies that are nice. there. Like so many tie-ins with these creatures throughout the years that go through. Because you know you do get the people like I, I I said it with the last Jedi. Like there's so many characters that they purposely shove down your throats because they're like we're gonna market this and sell mm. these plush toys of what are those birds from the last movie? The little it's the porks. But yeah. that's been like again, that's Star Wars again. That's yeah. Star Wars. That's not a Disney thing. Yeah, that's a Star Wars. Yeah, thing, I, I don't right? get I don't get like the people who are like Disney got their pop and it's like no nah, they've been doing this the whole uh, time Ewoks, come yeah, on, like yeah. uh like i said this movie has so many flaws but like all of the star wars movies you just you put it on and you check out and you watch shit in space blow up it's it's an epic space movie and it's it's the like it's so epic to watch it's so fun to watch is it the best movie ever it's probably not it's yeah really, it really isn't but i had so much fun watching it I, I, I will say there are th some things that, as a fan, throughout the so many years of watching them, that maybe even fans could have come up with some different things that would have fit differently. Oh, in there's the, incredible yeah, fan there's fiction fan out theories, there. And fan fiction. and novels. It's, and... It's, really, it's really crazy. Like, this is what they ended up with. Like, realistically, <laughs> there's so many things they could have done. But let's not dwell on things that didn't happen. Well, we've talked about Star Wars for 13 months now. <laughs> And, I mean, there's going to be a season two of Mandalorian, so yes. this isn't complete, completely us abandoning ship, but it's time to pass it over to you guys, see what you have to say, and then, who knows, maybe we'll rank 
these fucking movies. Yeah, let's read some feedback, because I know the feedback was lit for Last Jedi, but let's read some feedback for this, and then, yes, we'll do what we all... You know, we know you want us to do it, so we're going to do it at the end, of, right after we read this of our rankings. Forum.postwrestling.com. Every Wednesday, we post the NXT for feedback there, but, yes, for these Star Wars reviews, we posted our feedback threads, and I know... The Last Jedi got crazy, but let's go into some feedback here for The Rise of Skywalker. You want to start this off? Absolutely. We start with Pick Japan, who said that we actually need to revisit Return of the Jedi, because in that movie, my favorite scene where Luke finally takes his saber and attacks Vader, overwhelming his father and cutting off Vader's hand to reveal Vader's own mechanical hand. This is the climax of not just that movie, but the entire original trilogy. He says that that scene starting with the Emperor in the chair tempting Luke all the way through to when Vader turns face and saves his son is the culmination of the original Star Wars story. This comes back to the rise of Skywalker. In the climax of this Star Wars movie, Rey confronts her grandfather. While grander is visual scale than is while grander in visual scale than Luke confronting Vader, this lately later confrontation lacks the emotional impact. This has nothing to do with Rey as a character or Ridley as an actor. Rather, the ending just feels a bit too contrived, as if the writers felt their climax had to outdo the original climax scene. That is my feeling of the movie as a whole. I feel the movie has been overly trashed by some. There are some good parts of the movie, but the film feels too crammed. And wants to give credit to Daisy Ridley and Adam Driver, who are by far the best actors in the entire franchise. Uh, yeah, I, I think those two, I think Adam Driver is the best. But yeah, this movie is definitely crammed. It's still fun to watch. We go to Imran from Huddersfield, a complete hot mess of a film that spends so long trying to disown The Last Jedi that it forgets to be an actual good film itself and instead becomes a two-hour-long fetch quest. There are some nice moments like Ray and Ben confrontation looks good and all the ships flying at the end is pretty cool even if it's a scene straight out of the Joss Whedon Serenity but ultimately it was just a huge letdown as a big fan of The Last Jedi it made me wish Johnson had directed this one too as I think we would have ended up with something coherent and stayed true to his idea that you don't have to be special to have the force question if I can go back in time and pick one director to realistically who could have done all three of these films and it doesn't have to be Abrams or Johnson who would you pick? And are either of you fans of Firefly slash Serenity? I yeah, have seen it. I, yeah. I've got them all on DVD. I I don't think I ever actually watched the film Serenity, but I watched I, I've watched, I watched Firefly. Uh, liked it a lot. So, um, what director would you have picked for these movies? You know what? I'm, Quentin Tarantino. I want to see David Lynch's Star, Star Wars. Yeah, that Jeez. would be fucked. Wow. Uh, Tim Burton. <laughs> oh, God. It would just be Helena Bonham Carter as the Emperor. Johnny Depp as Luke. <laughs> yeah. Sounds terrible. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, w- I would say give it to up-and-coming new people. I don't, I don't really know. Just not Ryan Johnson. You just need, you need like, the freedom to let the director do what yeah. they want to do and map out the whole thing. Yo, there, there's, Ryan Johnson's a great director. He's had awesome films. Same with J.J. Abrams. But there clearly was just a lack of communication. Uh, because of the Mandalorian, what, give it to uh, Favreau. Yeah, <laughs> he did all the Disney shit. Yeah. Like fuck, he could do it too. Uh, we go to Elliot three sixteen. This new Star Wars trilogy is a tragedy, and the plot makes no sense in The Rise of Skywalker. It was just built up at all from the previous movies, and it completely disconnected. And this new trilogy, especially The Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker, totally nullify everything story wise before it. 
To put in short, Spaceballs had more respect for Star Wars than Disney, and JJ makes Michael Bay look like Steven Spielberg. So as a long-time Star Wars fan, I would just pretend the new trilogy never existed and stick with the first one to six movies and Rogue One. Whoa! In the end, Palpatine wins, he destroys the Skywalker and Solo family, then his family steal the Skywalker name. Wow, that's his version. That's a very mad Elliot right there. So Elliot hates the, the new ones, but loved the prequels. Yes. <laughs> he said it. He said yeah. one to six. He said he loved it. Uh, we go to Adam from Kitchener. Uh, we're going to skip down, because I know he gave us some abridged feedback. But okay. check, the, check the forum, because there's some like really cool essays there. That you can okay, read. so I'll read the next one then. Yeah. Okay, the next one is... Oh! You made it, brothers! It's... Podfather Nate. Yes. yes, it's our our friend Nate. Brother Nate. Yes. Yeah. Hello, Nate. He says we finally get to the film that ended my Disney Star Wars boycott, The Rise of Skywalker. We finally got the return of Billy D. Williams as Lando, and his scenes were delightful. Everything else, not so much. This film looks pretty, but it suffers from the same sense of schizophrenia that plagued most of the new trilogy. Ridley and Driver do their best with what they're given, but in retrospect, I would have preferred a space buddy filmed on Finn and Poe taking down the Empire 2.0 with the help of a cynical yet remorseful Luke. I give The Rise of Skywalker and the new trilogy as a whole a 6. Thank you, Hamill Chance, out of 10. Time to get started on the Star Trek flicks, boys. Hashtag The Empire Strikes Black. (laughs) I think the way we do Star Trek is, I believe it's every even-numbered film is good, and all the odd numbers are shit. Oh, you know, I can tell you how I'll do all the Star Wars, Star Trek movies. I won't. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Nate. (laughs) There's only one Stars, and it ain't Trek. It's of the wars. There's only one Return of the King. It ain't... What? You ever seen... Never mind. (laughs) We go to Gary from Texas. I posted a lot in the original Rise of Skywalker thread when the movie came out in December and don't want to redo all the pros cons of the movies. In certain posts, I both criticised the movie but also defended some of the plot that isn't as dismissive of The Last Jedi as people seem to think. But it is the only Star Wars film I've only seen once and that should speak for itself as a review of the movie from a massive Star Wars fan. I still don't think it was worse than the prequels though but it was a disappointment after both Force Awakens and Last Jedi were so good and for different reasons. Fortunately, Star Wars lives on. The Mandalorian was excellent. The Jedi Fallen Order video game was fantastic. The comic books have been good. Clone Wars finished strong. The expanded universe of Star Wars has always been where its best content came from. So I'm interested in where Star Wars is going. Although I am glad there will be a break before another set of movies for them to figure out how to hopefully do something slightly different. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. Look, there's still Star Wars is not going away anytime yep. soon, and it's, they're still on fire. They're hottest they've yeah, ever been. Yeah, other Always. films have been confirmed. It's time to like really move to a different part of that universe now, with different characters and different plot. Right, and let's get away from the Skywalkers. Uh, we go to our next feedback, Charbel. You are the chosen one. He likes to. He wants me to point out here that the chosen one gimmick is at the end for this one. Oh, hello there. I'll never say it again then. Hello there. He says, for old time's sakes, Davey, please do some Chewy impersonations. One last beat. (laughs) Uh, Honestly, I'm a shitty Mark, like a real one. This movie is fantastic. The action moves so fast, I never wanted it to end. I had goosebumps when the Jedi helped Rey. Since Star Wars Rebels is my favorite Star Wars product ever, hearing Freddie Prince Jr. as canon and Ashley Eckstein as Ashkova... Ashoka? Ashoka was just lit AF. I'm sorry, up nexters. 
up next, Bert's, but for me, Star Wars is like takeover. Every time I started a Star Wars movie in theater, I'm always saying to my friend, they're never going to top the last one, and they always do. Episode 2 is my cold dream parking lot match, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so I think he's saying Episode 2, Attack of the Clones, is really bad. Yes. Okay, got you. Uh, I agree. On a high note, Mando 2, knowing all the cast for it, no spoilers, but they announced... Ashoka and some more Clone Wars characters. I'm high like Shafai, uh, high like Shirai AF. Like I said on the first Mando review, I want Yoda to. Uh, well, I'm not reading that Charbel, but uh, <laughs> very interesting. You have enough kids already, Charbel. <laughs> yeah, you need to calm down. Uh, everything already said in other comments. Um, and the one thing, I'm the chosen one. It wasn't Anakin. Ah, uh, he still is the chosen one. He gives us his his rate ranking here. He says uh, Rogue One, then. This movie are his two top Star Wars movies. Mm. Rogue One is his favorite Star Wars movie. And I can see all the way to the bottom there. Number two is his last. He says, everything was said already, but be safe and may the force be with you. Um, ahoy. Ahoy. <laughs> yeah, I, I think uh, ranking, we'll get to our rankings very soon. But join in the discussion on the feedback forum and we'd love to see your rankings. Uh, so keep the discussion going. Um, we go to Barachiosaurus. Really enjoyed watching this in the cinema. A great experience. It may be my least favourite of the new trilogy, but that doesn't mean I enjoyed it any less. What this film did is showed us that they didn't have a plan for all three films to flow and fit together. Why didn't they do this? Those fucking idiots. This is Star Wars, not some shitty Fast and Furious film which you just churn out after taking a bunch of drugs and playing Grand Theft Auto to get ideas of how cars can fly. Loved Kylo using a blaster from his daddy, running and shooting backwards is cool. Babu Frick, best bit of the film. <laughs> Han and Kylo scenes with the waves crashing. Poe and Zuri chemistry, even though she never takes her helmet off. Lando appearing popped me huge in the cinema. Didn't love Razor Palpatine. Allude to it better, you pricks. Episode 9 kind of makes 7 and 8 irrelevant. Palpatine gets killed while sitting down. Bitch. Snoke got killed sitting down. Palpatine is the final mega boss. He should be flying around and shit shooting lightning out of his eyes and cackling. Was it amazing? No. Did I have fun watching it with Paps and Paris at a big cinema and comfy seats with a shitload of snacks? Fuck yes, I did. So I'm not going to be a prick about it online. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think on some of the past Star Wars reviews, we did mention that like, because this one just came out, like we did see this one in theaters on the first day. Uh, I think you said you were like you were somewhere else. I was in Montreal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw it here, and I I, I did what uh, I did what our friend Barakiosaurus did. I found a theater on opening night with the big comfy seats, mm. and I just uh, you know made sure I had uh, some some vape pens. I was lit. It was nice. great. Uh, I now go to Adam from Kitchener, who has shortened his feedback for this show. Uh, a lot of people could learn from Adam here. <laughs> Shortening. You, this still looks huge, Adam. I don't know. This isn't short. But until the sequel trilogy, I never understood why some Star Wars fans disliked the prequels. After the sequels, I get it. Some of these movies aren't just for everyone and the version of Star Wars that they like. I went open-minded into Rise of Skywalker, but the Palpatine character just ruined it for me. Palpatine was brilliant planner and master manipulator who rose from senator to chancellor to galactic empire emperor. I don't buy it that he would ever give up power ever. He was obsessed with absolute and unlimited power. Unlimited. The film starts with Palpatine asking Kylo to kill Rey, but fast forward to the end, Palpatine wants to sacrifice himself for Rey. 
How does this make any sense? Just, <laughs> just to point out some positives, visually it's stunning. The score and sound work is excellent. The return of Han and Lando are executed perfectly. Nice fan service with Wedge and the ghost featured in the final battle. What did Finn want to tell Rey? I don't think he ever told her anything. This might be nitpicking, but we've seen rocket troopers which are fairly similar to flying stormtroopers. Should the former stormtrooper Finn be so surprised when to see them? Where does Star Wars go from here with the movies? What is JJ's next move? Uh, I think they obviously did not have flying stormtroopers when Finn finally sees it and goes, they fly now? Yeah. They fly now. <laughs> um, JJ's next move, I want to see him get away from a franchise. Put out another film like Super 8 or something like that, you know? Do your own movie. Do your own thing. Yeah. We go to PJ River. I'm not a Star Wars maniac. I just love sci-fi popcorn movies, and that was a good one. I really enjoyed it. Three main characters, however, I think my blue pen has more charisma. No background, nothing to make us love them. Johnny Depp took a bland Disney character and turned it into, whether you like him or not, an iconic version of Jack Sparrow. The actress playing Ray should have done nothing like that. Should have done, should have something. done something like that. I think she is completely transparent, and she could have been badass. Uh, that's obviously a cr- criticism a lot of people say through these these three movies is like yeah the characters are really good actors but like what is that like yeah you were a stormtrooper you were this you were this but more substance we, yeah we need yeah. to cool you told us your basic story but like what what else are you um, we go to Jesse from the six 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 he says this movie was good for about eleven seconds then the crawl said the dead speak and I was done yep. Uh, pretty much me too. Uh, the Rise of Skywalker is the worst Star Wars movie ever, not including the X- Xmas special. The acting, fight scenes, and dialogue in in Episode One X were better than the prequels, but as bad as some of the prequels were, they didn't insult my intelligence. They were poorly executed. They weren't lazy. Episode One X was lazy storytelling. It offended me and told me that I basically wasted my time watching all these other movies, but also in a way the original trilogy. The whole point of the first trilogy was to kill the Emperor. Well, I guess what. He can just resurrect himself whenever he wants. La 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 la. Fuck you. Give us our, give us your money. I want to see this film retconned out of existence, except for Babu Frick, of course. That dude is lit. Take care. Okay. Jesse hates Harsh this words movie. Jesse, Jesse from the hates six. this movie. And finally, we go to Chris Thunder from Down Under. He says, almost six months since, and I still think the overall sequels trilogy is a jumbled mess. It's like a long road trip where seven knows where it's going, eight tries to take a shortcut, and nine is lost, doubles back, and picks up an old friend along the way. Honestly, if Hints of the Emperor were planted in seven and eight, I might have taken the return more serious than the cinema having a collective what the fuck to the opening crawl. The idea of Rey being a nobody and rising to greatness is a great start. However, she's the long-lost granddaughter of the Emperor, and her parents were killed by the Emperor, and at the end of the movie, she calls herself a Skywalker. Is it a fun movie to watch and turn my mind off? Yes. Is it the comprehensive conclusion to a trilogy and nine-part epic space opera that Disney marketed it to be? No. The sequels ultimately will lack the one vision throughout the entire project. Well, there you have it. We have a lot of people who like the movie, a lot of people who hate the movie, and a lot of people who are kind of like me and you were like, look, it was kind of shit, but fuck, all right, yeah. I still like it, it yeah. It was fine, it was fun. Uh, it's not a movie, it's not one of the ones you're going to want to watch back and forth, back on a lot of times, but uh, it's still, it's it's fun to watch. Um, thank you for all the feedback there, that was a lot, but let's rank some Star Wars. Let's rank all the movies. Now, 
I asked you, I'm like, hey, we're going to do a little ranking. And you said, yeah, only if we add the Christmas special in the... <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've, we've ranked, we've talked about every single film, so I, I feel it's only fair to rank every single film. Okay. So let's start in reverse order. Okay. Uh, worst one, holiday special. Mm-hmm. It's the biggest piece of dog shit garbage I've ever seen. Please don't ever watch this. If you're a, if you're a Star Wars fan, you kind of have to, but don't watch it. Uh, at number that's number twelve. Yeah, I've got that as number twelve for me too. <laughs> Wait, your Christmas special is at number twelve. Christmas special is number twelve. Yeah, it's the worst. Um, I have, I have, I don't like the movie Solo, but I wouldn't call it like you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, number number eleven, Solo. Okay. Yeah, I put Attack of the Clones as number eleven. Um, Rogue One is a really good movie, mm. but it it it's like it's a it's a book that was like connecting movies that kind of didn't need to, it's really fun to watch, but I don't really consider it like a star Wars movie. It's really good. And we reviewed it on our Patreon, but I'm going to put that as my last pick there to get rid of all those other ones. As number 10. Yeah. Cause okay. it's, it's, and I, I hope you understand cause people are gonna be like, Whoa, that's my, my straw bell said it was his favorite. Yeah. One. I'm just like, to me, it's a really good movie, but it's not what I got out of what I get out of my star Wars movies fair enough hope i come across I clear, clear number 10 as solo okay so we go to number nine so my number nine is now i'm going into the actual star wars series and my least favorite star wars is attack of the clones uh obviously the worst fucking action so bad so bad i for my number nine i'm going to the phantom menace uh there are some good elements in it, but ultimately I, I enjoy a lot of the other Star Wars films a lot more. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I put The Phantom Menace, but it was a tough one because right after that I go to The Last Jedi. Uh, not The Last Jedi, sorry, sorry. Return of the Jedi. So, sorry, your your number eight is The Phantom Menace? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, my number eight is The Phantom Menace. Your number eight is Phantom Menace. My number eight is The Last Jedi. The Last Jedi? Is my number eight, yeah. The Last Jedi is your number eight? Yeah. I'm shocked. Why? Oh, well, maybe I'll get there in a second. Uh, for That's your number eight. That's your number eight. My number eight is... Uh, well, I, I pick uh, Return of the Jedi. As your number eight. Yeah, okay. or no, well, number seven now. Your number seven is Return of the Jedi. This is confusing. Yeah, you've been double saying things. <laughs> um, my number seven is Return of the Jedi. Okay, so we're yeah. kind of on the same page here. Uh, I, then, I then put uh, Revenge of the Sith... In there. In number six? In number six. Yeah, that's my number six too. Okay, okay. Uh, I then put... Um, <laughs> I then put Rise of Skywalker. Okay. This, this movie we just reviewed here as my number five, I think. Okay, yeah. yeah. My number five, and I feel bad for doing this because it's the thing that kicked it all off. It's A New Hope. I think maybe okay. just because I've seen this one so many times. Right. And it's, it's not too exciting for me anymore. My number five is a new fi- a new hope. Okay, so this is my number four now. Yeah, my number four is the Last Jedi. Wow. Yeah, I that's, picked it over you. That's high. Uh, you know why? Uh, because doing this podcast, like going through watching them all, mm. I'm like, oh, that one is so fucking ridiculous that I would want to watch that one more than the other ones. The Last Jedi. Yeah, yeah. realistically, I'm never gonna put on Attack of the Clones ever. I, no, but I'm gonna put on the Last Jedi. I I like the Last Jedi. Eight is low on my list but it's just because i prefer the other ones more right. I, i'm still a defender of it i still enjoy it yeah um so that was your number four yeah damn yeah my number four is the force 
Awakens. Right. That's my number three. That's your number three? Yes. Uh, yeah, really, really solid entry to the to the new films, right. I think. I enjoyed it a lot. What's your number two? So my number three oh. is actually Rise of Skywalker. Your number this three one. is this movie. I, I understand all the criticisms, but you say you wouldn't rewatch this film. I... I'd watch this film over and over again. I find it so much fun. I think it's it it's ha- feels like an epic conclusion. I get it doesn't make sense. I agree with all the criticism. Yeah, you know what you're but right. I yeah. really enjoy it. So you I'm, could watch this one. I'm over. putting this one as number three. So we're going to the top two. Yeah, this is crazy. So uh, I, I I have more of a controversial. I'll just say it right here. My number two is Empire Strikes Back, and my number one is A New Hope. Ooh. Uh, I Why pick, New Hope over... Yeah. Uh, again, going back... We, these are, Oops, I just broke my phone. Going back, we watched all of these in the right order, not the shotgun order. Mm. And watching these movies, I've come to realize that I far more enjoyed them when I was a younger kid. Because right. you, don't, you don't care what's going on. You just want to see action and aliens and stuff. But as an adult, you're like, oh, some of this is just so ridiculous. Like, as Jesse from The Six and our forum was like man do they just like taking people's money because that's kind of what you know they're just making products for us to take but uh they're fun they're so fun to watch so that's why my order is a bit controversial but a new hope is my number one because as much as i think empire strikes back and force awakens uh are fantastic movies and sci-fi movies action movies but a new hope is the one that like set it off for me i think it's the one i can quote the most just because i like saying that's no moon but uh, you don't pick a new hope. What is your? My number two is Rogue One. Okay. I, I, I actually think overall it's the best film of it's all. It's really of good movie. I think it's the best film in all of them. Um, I love that it kind of departs from the regular Star Wars story. Right. Um, introduces all these characters that make you care about them and then kills them all off. I think it's really good. But Empire is kind of. Empire ticks all the boxes. Yes. I think it's a good movie. I think the story's great. The bad guy wins at the end. The chemistry between the three leads, you can see that they've already worked on one film because they're just so much tighter mm-hmm. and the chemistry is just buzzing in this one. Um, I think it it's the predictable pick, uh, but Empire Strikes Back 1, Rogue One 2. Yeah, so my, my list goes New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, Rise of Skywalker, Revenge of the Sith, Phantom, Return, and Attack of the Clones. Uh and then the Chris, just the Christmas one at the fucking bottom. <laughs> and mine goes Empire Strikes Back, number one, Rogue One, number two, Rise of Skywalker, three, Force Awakens, four, New Hope, five, Revenge of the Sith, six, uh, Return of the Jedi, seven, The Last Jedi, eight, Phantom Menace, nine, Solo, ten, Attack of the Clones, eleven, and unfortunately the Star Wars Holiday Special has to take that last spot. <laughs> uh... Let us know what you think of our rankings. Are they are they hot takes? Do you agree with them? Uh, do you agree with any of what we said about this movie? Let us know. Twitter, uh, at Up Next Podcast. And our Facebook group as well in there. We'll post up this show. I'm sure the comments on that will be buzzing as well. Uh, but wow, we did it. It's been such a long journey. We've gone through two moons. We've gone through different galaxy systems. We've learned how to jump hyperspace. We've done it all. What are we going to do now? We have nothing else to talk about. Yeah. Uh, well, we're going to, uh, I think next month we're, for the free show, we're going to put out uh, like a little conversation about New Japan Cup. Um, so look yeah. forward to that. And then come August, we're going to be looking at some other movies. It's still up in the air, whether we're going to look at another series, just just jump all over the place right. or whatever. But go to the uh, Facebook page, Up Next Podcasts, 
and join the discussion and we'll maybe have some sort of vote going on to decide. Yeah, so obviously we do have a Patreon, patreon.com slash upnext. We do so many reviews on there, movie reviews. It goes all over the map there. It, it can be wild and it can be a lot of fun. But for this one, we're like, hmm, we want to continue doing some free, random, kind of big, you know, Star Wars is Star Wars. So we do have some ideas up our up our sleeves. So uh, we'll, be, we'll be doing out some more free shows in the near future since Star Wars is done. Until the Mando comes back, maybe. Until Mando season yeah, two. We'll yeah, we'll do that. We we'll have do that. You have our word for that. We'll yeah. do the Mando reviews as well. So uh, look forward to that and all the shows. But Up Next is available on this very feed. Every Wednesday night, we review NXT. And go live uh, afterwards on our YouTube, youtube.com slash upnext. And uh, thank you, everyone, who followed us through this Star Wars journey. If you listen to all our reviews or if you just tune in for this one, go back through this feed and find all of the Star Wars reviews on it. Uh, we appreciate you listening and taking the time to, to listen to us just get nerdy. Really, Absolutely. really, really nerdy. So thank you for listening. I, myself, Brayden Harrington. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. I am at the D, And I am at Davey Portman. And, uh, hey, may the Force be with you. Always. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO. Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy 5 or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone.